Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. day of the week because we're not in monday or tuesday mode anymore and we're already we're over the hump and going down the hill well i had this was the day that was circled on my calendar i usually have one day of the week that's circled on the calendar like ugh. and this was the day not circled in a good way now you go uh why don't i agree to do something <laughs> i hate that and then and then you gotta then you gotta dread it i'm instantly filled with regret <laughs> Been there. So I guess uh, some members of the media have been invited to uh, the Enterprise Center, the old Scott trade. And they you know, unveil all the, the renovations and kind of walk you through. Possibly possibly you have to wear a hard hat. I don't Ooh. know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, damn, why did I agree? <laughs> <laughs> why did I agree to go down there? Hey, man, at least you got invited. You know, there's that. And what if you get to keep the hard hat? Yeah, that's what I'm... There's no way that they're going to take the hard hat back. Because the hard hat could pull hairs. Is this a hard no hat situation? Yeah. You are keeping the hard hat. <laughs> no, hard hat. No hats. way, dude. You never get to keep the hard hat. No. 100%. You're keeping it. I've been no. in hard hat situations before. If you get to keep it, will you wear it tomorrow? <laughs> if I get to keep... If they even a hard hat us. Say, <laughs> so can Carl borrow it? Oh, perfect. <laughs> Carl the mannequin, yes. Yeah. Wearing a wig today. Nice. Mm-hmm. Looking good. good. Wearing like a clown uh, foam wig. Perfect. Straight off of a Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. What's well, in honor of the Patrico's vacation? Oh, having fun yes. at it's Disney. A, it's a Fantasia shirt. Yes. Yeah, the Patricos are in and in, uh, in Orlando at Disney. If you follow on social media, you know exactly what he's doing at all uh, times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm right there with him. Yeah. So, yeah, so... <laughs> Going down to Enterprise, yeah. I'm listen. I'm excited to see what the changes 
what the changes are. I know they spend a lot of money doing stuff. I said, ooh, got to go downtown. Ah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm a little soft, you know. Now we're out in Creve Corps. And, <laughs> At least ooh, you got your parking city, card from the, the, uh, from the old building. Oh, I had to turn that in. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I was holding on to it as long as I could. Yeah, that was the one good thing about working downtown at Union Station. Parking. Yeah. We had that parking card. Yeah. Or blues games, even cardinal games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Park, parking card, Union Station for free. And then uh, enjoy the game and then hope your car's there when you return. <laughs> right? <laughs> also, it was nice going from our parking lot, like, say, over to the arena or Bush Stadium, like you say, to get that one, that first bullet wound out of the mm-hmm. way. That's right. You know how, like, you build up your immune system. Mm-hmm. You know, you just get that first, first flesh week, wound out of the way. First week, I like to get that done. And right. then this way, yeah. just smooth sailing for the rest <laughs> of the season. I uh, See, now I'm wondering if this is going to be one of those events where it's all the radio people from around town all getting together. Oh, boy. I believe that's probably or an afternoon of fellowship. I can't tell you how much I love those get-togethers. <laughs> that's a great time. For an afternoon of fun and fellowship. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get, you know, I'm not going to turn this into me getting irritated about something I don't need to get irritated about. <laughs> All right, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stop it right there. <laughs> even though, mm, no. You just said even I'm though, out. come yeah, on, nope, bring I'm it. Not, I'm not going to Here's how do these it. events go. Everybody's got their dinglings out and everybody's swinging them back and forth, seeing yeah. who's is bigger. That's, how that's those, why you need the hard hat. That's how those usually <laughs> go. <laughs> and goggles. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, everybody just tries to out-funny everybody. Uh, Wait, I, did you say that you're not going, Donnie? I specific... I'm not. No, I'm not going. I, I I didn't know about it, for one, but but even still, too. So I remember a few years ago going to the Cardinal Luncheon, which I genuinely look forward to. So at I the like beginning that. of every season, I, I do look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of every Cardinal season, the uh, the Cardinals invite all the radio people from around St. Louis. Everybody gathers in the Champions Club, and Mazalok speaks, and usually Bill DeWitt Jr. speaks. Yes, nice and lunch. They talk about the season. They talk about the new the new food items. What's going on at Bush Ballpark Village? A whole snapshot of what's uh-huh. to come for the upcoming baseball season. Yeah, and Mazalok is up there giving his you know his thing. And this one particular radio personality. Every year. Legitimately Every year. almost interrupts Mazalock at the very front of this and just completely stops this thing to make it all about him for like five minutes. And it just makes my skin crawl even thinking about it. And when I hear this person on the air, <laughs> oh, it dude. irritates me still to this yeah, day. I, I'll tell you right now. Talk about a momentum killer right there. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can, I all right. Because when we're at the question and answer part, we've had our lunch, we got our Cardinals tickets, and we're bouncing. And Let, then has anybody got a question? And the question in which that's being asked is one that's been asked before, is nothing that is any kind of groundbreaking anything. It's just this guy stopping to make it all about yeah. himself. Oh. And it's ridiculous. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have a couple of those down there today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Q&A is the best part. Because then you get to ask, like, do you anticipate making the playoffs? Right. Yeah. Right. Or what? What? What way? Right. Yeah. What are you going to do to to win this season? Yes. Right. Well, thank you. We're going to put uh, more uh, more pucks in the net. Right. We're going to try to <laughs> score more goals and give up less. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, we're still looking for a Blues player to uh, come on the uh, come on the air with us weekly. You know, we had Pat Maroon on with us a couple weeks ago. Um, is he going to be the guy? I don't know. We need somebody. 
I know Don and I were talking about it, and I think you came up with a with another really good choice. You know, well, training camp officially opens Friday. Right. How about that? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Well, I think Ryan O'Reilly might be a a, a good guy. Yeah, he's uh, for one of the that. guys that came over from Buffalo, right? Came, came over from Buffalo. I know that he is a fan of alternative music. Wow, is um, he? Specifically, I know a band that that I like a lot. Arkells. I know he does as well. He did a little promo for him where like he played a guitar and sang one of their songs. R O R. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the nickname? Calling him now. All right. R O R. I say that guy, or maybe right. like one of the kids, like Vince Dunn or somebody like that. I think might be cool, but I don't know that. I dude's love personality. that Pat Maroon on with us. Yeah, that's cool a too. commitment for these guys. You know, it's uh, they they're busy. I get it with their working outs and their and their team meetings and the stuff they do. <laughs> All the working out we do, we still make it here. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Great point. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, yeah, who would we want? I mean, Pat Maroon is is top of the list. Local guy. Ryan O'Reilly would be great. I'm sorry, R-O-R. <laughs> Edmondson would be cool, I think. He's, uh, like Don said, he's been in a few of our shows, right? I mean, we Maybe see him I mean, we, we see him fairly regularly during, I mean, during the, the show season. Now, I mean, just so you know, athletes normally are not great interviewees. They're pretty much wet blankets when it comes to being on the air. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Just going to give it 110%. Leave it all on the field. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go, for the, cliches, we're gonna go for the it. big W. But you had a couple of really great ones. We had some in, great ones. Oh, yeah, we lucked out. Oh, oh, we really did luck out. And you know, we chose, you know, we chose, uh, we chose wisely. Mm-hmm. You know, we were offered a couple players uh, before Carter Hutton. And it was, oh, you want the, ba- okay, the backup goalie? The Blues backup goalie. That's who you want. Yeah, that's who we want. Dude. Yeah, who's a ridiculous athlete, a badass goalie, improved himself, and has a future in broadcasting if yeah. he wants it. Well, I mean, nobody else knew that. Oh, pff, Jeff Burton did. Yeah, he did. Or somebody did. He's probably me. His Jeff Spicoli laugh gets me uh, every time, time, dude. Oh, man. my gosh. <laughs> uh, Kevin Shattenkirk was great, too. Yeah. He really was. Yeah, he was the guy who's like, oh, you want me to come in and do what? Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. And I always Shot felt like the, with them in the hallway. Yeah, I always felt like those dudes legitimately gave you guys as much as they could outside of the 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 team speak. Well, somebody. Uh, oh, when we when we first came over to uh, Hubbard here, uh, Hale Hubbard, Hale Hubbard, Hale Hubbard. Uh, somebody had come up to me in the hallway and said, "Hey, man, we love when you have the hockey players on. Uh, Carter Hutton's great. Uh, how much do you pay them a week?" I said, "Nothing." They don't get paid. Mm-mm. Wait, you get you get them for free? You don't pay? No, they come on on their own. They like coming on the air with us. It's funny. Like, a, they enjoy it. Yep. A, a million billion years ago, we used to, on the old morning show, a couple of ownerships ago, we used to have Jeff Cortnell on. Remember uh, that? I, I do, actually. And, and, and we would pay, literally, and he's the one who decided this. He was like, hey, can you give me CDs? So, like, uh, once a month or whatever, every couple of weeks, I'd have to give him a box of CDs. Like, that's how I paid Jeff Cortnell, or we paid Jeff Cortnell. And whatever concert he wanted to go to. I remember something specific about a Jeff Cortnall conversation that I was a part of. So, uh, tell this real quick. I was auditioning for the third the third spot on, on your show. It, w- it was you and Trish, and then I was auditioning for the you third. You got the job? I did not. I got 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., though, so it worked all out right, all right for me. And you know but, what? But you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember- How many I times was, have you been fired was, since then? I was asking Courtnaw a question, and it was like a forever long question. And I look at Burton, and he rolls his eyes and goes, 
It was one of my first one of my first times of like, all right, man, like the question needs to have a beginning yeah. and an end. Uh, like. <laughs> I think uh, Adam Oates is out there. Yeah, know. he might oh, maybe Bob Bassett. Good idea. No, I tell you who would be great is a Steve Ott. Yeah, I know oh, he's a man. coach. I, I've never had a conversation with the guy. I don't know. He looks he's, like he's I, I, I don't think be. I've heard the man speak, but yeah. he looks like he'd be a good guy to have on the show. I, you know how many times I rode in an elevator with him last year, and I never said a single word to him. He's three feet away from me, and I was just looking at my feet the whole time. Oh man, I love that dude. You're right. I would bet you, and, and I haven't heard that guy either. But I would yeah. bet you that I he would be a, a witty guy. Like, yeah, man, this guy would be a fun guy. Either yeah. that, or he could be one of those old school kind of guys that uh, media. Well, fun guy. Well, wait, listen, we got to figure this out because yeah. again. Uh, training camp opens officially on Friday. Yeah. Crazy. I'm going to go tour the Enterprise Center today to make sure everything's all right. Well, I'm going to get the place a once yeah, over. Why don't you say hi to everybody there? Because I'm sure they're just sitting around. Don't they just sit there all day? Yeah. 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 Get ready for the season? When you walk yeah. in, just look say, at the jumbo was... trying to go, maybe a foot. Just raise it up a foot. <laughs> that, a are we sure that's even? <laughs> <laughs> Do you so know the... what you're going to be seeing? Because Somebody's I remember, gotta have a level. That looks cocky. Why don't you come? <laughs> I wasn't invited, man. You're inv- I'm inviting you now. What? No, you can just invite me I, on, on I behalf of I will bet the- you that you got the email and you never opened it. No, that's not true. I did, I did not get the email. I just I just searched. Yeah, they invited me not to go. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff got the email. Yes, he did. Did you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I, got, I think I, actually I got, more than. I once. will bet you. Yeah, I will bet you. You got the email. It either went into spam or you didn't. You didn't respond or you deleted it. Uh, it might be in junk, but no. Not seeing it there either. I don't think I got the invite. I don't think you can invite me on behalf of them. Why but not? I, I if remember he ha- walks in with you, first of all, you can just say it's take your little brother to to work day. <laughs> uh, but um, what are they going to do? Oh, one like more? Like Never mind. Brother? No. <laughs> one more? Forget it. You know? I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, well, I, I mean... I, I mean, you've I, sung I at the place. On Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, so I saw the... the uh, Obviously, everybody's seen the uh, initial renovation. So they did. Is it like fifty percent was done last year? Oh, and this I don't is know. the other fifty percent. I'm gonna find out today. A spoiler alert: retractable roof now. Ooh, yeah, wow! wow. Mm. You know what's gonna happen? And if they're you, playing on turf. If you show up, <laughs> if you show up, they go. Mm, looks like we got one too many people. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we're out of names. Ben is going, I'll go, I'll leave. Who didn't RSVP? Yeah, well, we're out, of, we're out of hard hats, and the policy is policy. No, you guys geek out when you see a. Uh, when you see an athlete? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always sure. say the same thing, and I've said this in the past. I will talk to movie stars. I will talk to uh, uh, any anybody in a band. I don't care. When it comes to an athlete, I am like a little kid. Oh, really? dude. Like, I just cl- I get nervous. My palms get sweaty. L- last year. <laughs> Knees weak. Uh, mom spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, David Freeze was in Austin for ACL with when I went with Tommy the Boss. And we watched a couple bands together. And, like, half the time I'm watching the band, and the other half I'm going, I'm watching the band with David Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> this is somebody you've known for how long? For, absolutely. So, yeah. Somebody that I know, you know, like, it, I, 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 I can't handle it. I mean, when my, on my son's uh, hockey team, I mean, there were multiple blues players with their kids on the same team or in the same league, and they'd be sitting there in the stands. And I would not go talk to any of them because I am a vagina. No, but I think, <laughs> but I think though too, there's something to be said for that. When they're out there watching their kids and they've got time away with the family, yeah. Well, like, I, I would see that's... the other dads sidle up and go, yeah. "Hey, what do you think about this?" And I kind of think I just that don't makes you bother them. I, I think it kind of makes you cool. I don't want to bother them, and maybe it's something about 
that kind of talent, that kind of natural talent that's intimidating to me. Yeah. Well, and agree with that. damn near every sport has turned into a big man sport. And so you see these guys on TV yeah. and they look like your size and all that kind of stuff. And then, oh, my God, that's Adam Wainwright. And he's the size of a mountain. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. That's a good I point. mean, that Great man point. is huge. I yeah. had no idea there was seven foot four yeah. baseball players. This <laughs> is ridiculous. Yeah, listen, while I was, uh, while I was you know, uh, a geek in my basement playing Nintendo and doing whatever, these guys were out there, you know, grinding it. Right. Mm-hmm. They were out there, you know, throwing the ball against the house. And I'm inside playing whatever. I forget what I was at. I was at at, <laughs> at some. I think it was an a, an event with uh, Larusa and the whole. I mean, all the pitchers were there. Carpenter and Wainwright, you know, are big guys. You see, I've seen them before. They come up and but Kyle Loesch, you guys remember Loesch? Oh yeah. yeah. He, he looked like my cousin, kind of like a yeah. Scott and I's cousin a bit, and. He, did, he didn't look as big on TV and something, and he came up to the bar, and I was just like, good guy, the guy's so big, I don't want to talk to him. He, yeah. I mean, he's like intimidating. All these yeah. athletes are intimidatingly large. Yeah. My son and my wife went to a charity event. They were invited to a charity event, and it was Carlos Martinez's uh, charity event. And uh, a lot of the players were there. I think I showed you guys some of the pictures. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, Adam Wainwright was there, and he was signing uh, signing stuff for the kids. And my wife goes, hey, go, go get an autograph from Adam Wainwright. So my son walks up, and Adam Wainwright looks at my son. He goes, you have no idea who I am. And my son goes, nope. <laughs> Mom told me to get a picture. <laughs> nope. Now, speaking of, uh, you know, nerds and video games, today is National Video Game Day. All right. Oh, what? Get out of here. Today is National Video Game Day. I should play Day. one, then. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have one, but. So a new survey asked people to name the best video game franchise of all time. And there was a clear winner. The best video game franchise of all time. Mario. Yeah. GTA. GTA is on the list, not number one. What's, what's GTA? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Mario's um, not number one? Mario is number one. Oh. Super Mario Brothers is number one. They got it right. Would that also include Mario Kart? I yeah, think it's yeah. the Super yeah. Mario Brothers thing. franchise. Yeah, yeah. Franchise. yeah that's, World. that's yeah. good then. Almost that's- 50% of people in the survey voted for that franchise. And people could vote for multiple games, so the percentages don't add up to 100%. But uh, Super Mario Brothers was uh, was number one. 47% of the people voted for it. Uh, Grand Theft Auto was number five with 19%. That is a that's huge impressive. franchise. I have one in my head that I think there's been two or three of them. It's an army one. Uh, Call of Duty? That's it, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is number two. Look at you. I just remember it because Call of Duty is cool. I've I've, uh, played a couple of those. Yeah. 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 And that one survived, too. They've done an interest. That's an interesting business model because they switch the makers each year. Yeah. Yeah, and they have different scenarios and different eras. They put the uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, is there something, and I'm sorry that I don't know this, but, like, is there, like, one branch where you can, like, uh, where you can shoot zombies? Like, like so, there's yeah. like a spin, a spin yeah. off of it or something like that. Yeah, uh-huh. I know that's something that my my son. Any other guesses? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Um, any of the Tom Clancy ones on there? Like no. Rainbow, Rainbow Six, any of that kind no. of stuff. Okay, uh, let's go with Halo. Halo's number nine. Nine percent. I love that one. For real? I don't know what that is. Oh, Halo's the, Halo is. <laughs> go to sleep. The oh, right. <laughs> Can I really see? Because I could. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Sims. No, good guess though. Nice. Wow! Oh, my, my youngest does that still. Plays yeah. that still. Pac Man's Pac Man's aren't on there, are they? Uh, Pac Man, no. I mean, you're missing some pretty big ones. 
And I'm assuming they're more current because of just the ridiculous. No, there's of money. there's some old school ones on there. Oh, okay. Doom. No. Franchise. Let's think. Robin Williams named one of his daughters after this franchise. Zelda. Oh, man. Uh, Zelda's number six. What is it? Was there 13%. more than one? Uh, what's the one where they cross the street? Is it Leaf Frogger? Frogger. Frogger's number one. I, I didn't a, know if there was different versions of it. I, I got. I got one. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy number eight. Good for you. Minesweeper. No. There's only one version of Minesweeper on the, Was that Windows 95? <laughs> Pong. Uh, Pokemon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah that's Pokemon's number five. Pokemon did 16%. so well, too, with all the handheld stuff. What's the Dungeons & Dragons game? World of Warcraft? Yes. No, didn't make it. Wow. That's another huge one. Donkey Kong is number three with 19%. Okay, very solid. Especially 64. I yeah. believe... On uh, number seven, I believe they're making it into a movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, Forza, not Forza, but um, some is it racing. No. Need for no. Speed. No. No, I want to see how they pull this off. Oh, yeah, I don't know. James Bond. No. You're dumb. And I don't know his name, but John Ralphio from. Go to sleep uh, okay. with uh, with Jeff Scott. Thank you. Oh, John I got Ralphio one. from Parks and Rec is playing it. Madden. No, and no. I, I'm surprised I didn't make the list. FIFA. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is what I'm what I'm, oh, what I'm talking about. Wow, the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. I think I remember hearing a, or seeing a story about that. Yeah, it's number seven, and then Crash Bandicoot. Oh is yeah, number ten. I don't even know what that is. That was a hugely popular game. Yeah, it was PlayStation's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like their mascot. That was the yeah. PlayStation mascot. Oh yeah, okay. It was like a fox or something like yeah. that. Yeah, kinda. Thirty-one percent of the, uh, the people in the survey say they play video games every day. 41% play phone games while watching TV. Guilty. I'll have the TV on and I'll be playing like, uh, you know, the word scramble game or mm. just some dumb thing. I like I like that word scramble game. Is that the one where you, uh, what's it called? Word search? Is that not word something, search? What's I it don't called? know what it is. You're talking about words of friends? No. Nah. No, it's like some, they scramble the letters. Yeah, and then you. Put them in like a crossword thing. Yeah. And Scrambled A's. Oh, what, I st- actually just start in there, you go to different levels and whatnot. Got Did me. you say scrambled eggs? No, A's. <laughs> like, that needs to be a title. Scrambled A's. <laughs> you work on that. Wordscapes. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. it. Wordscapes. Wordscapes. Yes. Yes. Uh, 39% play in bed. 34% kill time playing uh, playing video games on the toilet. So. Wordscapes for me. Right there. On the toilet? In the toilet. Get Amroid, Jeff. <laughs> you know, watch out. I'm not, we, I'm not pushing the whole time. I'm just having me time. That's all. Did we cover them all? What was two, three, and four? Oh, two was... Right Call here. of Duty. That was number two. Yeah. One was Mario. Yeah. Two Call of Duty. Three was... Uh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Oh, okay. And Grand Theft Auto. And Pokemon. Pokemon Zelda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, so today is National Video Game Day. And today, I guess there's the big Apple event where they're announcing the new iPhones. So I'm sure we'll be pummeled with that news later on today. I think that event is, I want to say, 10 o'clock San Francisco time. Man, you, my, my son is always so geared in on getting the phone. I was like, going to ask you if you guys know one. anybody that has to get that phone immediately. Like when the I new just got phone, a new phone. Whether it's iPhone or whatever, they got to get the brand new one. I'm well, sure you, my daughter will want it only because of the camera. I know that my son will want it, whether or not he will get it. That is a completely <laughs> other situation. Yeah, I looked that up because I think one of the things is going to be they're going to they introduce a phone that's brown, a new color. Yeah, they're putting a new number on it. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh-huh. 
Are you serious? It's like brown? That's- brown, yeah. The case is going to be brown. That's a big deal. Wow. Wow. I am sorry that I am not more excited about this now. And it's going to be very expensive. The spotlight will almost certainly be on the rumored iPhone XS and XS Max, which are updates to last year's flagship iPhone X, also rumored to be a 6.1-inch LCD model that could bring the bezel-less notch display down to What about the brown price. color? Uh, I'm not seeing anything. Anything about brown. Nope, but you're right. Uh, Pacific time is 10 a.m. So everything kicks off. Anything here about at noon. brown? Anything about brown? <laughs> I say nothing about brown. <laughs> Search brown. Search brown. Brown iPhone. Brown iPhone. Uh, revamped brown Apple iPhone Watch. Case. Three new iPhones. New iPads. Possibly. There's the there's the poop emoji. It says the next iPhone might be brown. There it is. I told you guys. Oh. I told you. <laughs> it's a big deal. Hey, you got me, man. But it looks like that, that XS is going to be a, I guess that's like the smaller one, you know, when they, when they do the S's. I thought the S is the bigger one. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. XS and XS Max. Mm. So I think the XS is going to be the cheaper one. The XS Max, uh, How Max uh, is going to be How many second mortgages will be taken out? Yeah, really. So they get a new phone. Ah, you just add it to my bill? Okay. <laughs> Uh, they, make it, they make it so easy. Yeah. I got to pay for this for how long? You 95 to, years. Okay, cool. You only be able to tell once a month when you pay your bill. Hey, listen, it's a dollar a day for the next 104 years. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think I, I think I'm crunching the numbers in my head and I think I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so just a dollar a day, huh? Yeah. So that's 50 cents every half day? <laughs> the thing almost pays for itself. It really does. It's damn near a free phone. It'd be, it'd be a crime not to get this thing. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't cost. Thank you, Steve Jobs. It pays. And as we all know, on the days of these big Apple announcements, Steve Jobs from beyond the grave throttles down all the old iPhones. <laughs> yep. That's been proven. Yep. That has been proven. Look that up on Snopes. <laughs> True. Flips the switch and you go, ah, how come my my old iPhone's operating at sixty percent? What in ah. the hell? The old throttle down, <laughs> the old Jobs throttle down. Yep, mm-hmm. been there. I guess we'll uh, we'll have all the news for you tomorrow about the new iPhone. Can't wait. <laughs> was, that, was that another yes. I got fired a lot uh, joke? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Jobs throttle down. He went, been there. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Jordan Alexander. Yeah, two Thursdays! Jordan is from Manhattan, Kansas. Ooh. Ooh. Is there a, uh, what college is there? Is there a college in Manhattan? Yeah, isn't that K-State? I think so. Kansas State? I think. Kansas State, is that the Jayhawks? Wildcats, I think. Go Wildcats. Is this Jordan a male of Jordan or a Kansas female Kansas State Jordan? University is there, and they are. How do you know? Uh, Lucky guess. Well, they're, they're so cool. Their logo has no indication uh-huh. of what their mascot is. It's a snowman. Uh, Jordan says, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say, I'm the most dedicated listener in the state of Kansas. Wow. Ooh, wow. Been listening to the Riz Show since its birth. He likes everything that we that we offer. From hard-hitting questions such as glass plates versus paper plates 
to the tremendous events hosted by any of the five legends of St. Louis. Wow, keep talking. <laughs> Stop it in a little while. Go Wildcats. Uh, Jordan is a college student during the week and is DJ uh, Ginger Snaps on the weekend. That's his. Uh, All right. That's his uh, DJ, DJ name, DJ Ginger, Ginger Snaps. Snaps. So Jordan Alexander is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Welcome back. Our phone number is 3146Walker. That's 3146Walker. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, Riz Show, at 1057thepoint.com. I saw in the parking lot, Jeff's got his daughter's car. He does. Which means there's trouble at the Burton house. There's automotive trouble at oh, the Burton house. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. Yeah, car she's, uh, she's driving around. It sounds like... Um, you have a uh, like a like a sled for for sledding, like a snow sled on a parking lot. It's just like metal on metal. So it's something like, dragging? No, I think it's like uh, brakes or something like that. Oh, wow! You, you know that metallic. Huh. Oh, you this, don't, this you don't is why your, I'm driving. You don't stick your feet out. Stop that way. <laughs> Too short. Yeah, true. <laughs> I yeah, cut a so hole in the floorboard. Right. Fred Flintstone. Are you going to buy a new car for her? No, 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 no. I'm taking it in to get it looked at. I knew you guys were looking. Yeah, we're, I'm looking oh, that's for, for your car other for daughter, the, oh, for oh, the younger oh, oh, one. Yeah, oh, I can look at it for you. Really? Well, yeah, I'll be able to tell you what car it is, what cool. color it is. Thank you, man. Well, I can't <laughs> yeah, tell I can what color it is. Car too. So, yeah, yeah I can you know look, what? I can look at everybody's did car today. You, was it was still dark when you got here, right? Yeah. Uh, do you? Did, could you tell what color it was by chance? It's a dark color. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. It's either green, and I thought it was black. Or vice You're colorblind. Versa. Yeah, I know, but we've had it for four, three years now, and about a week and a half ago, I said something about it being this color, but it's actually this mm. other color. I'm an idiot. Well, if you're colorblind, green and black. that's like kind of not your fault, buddy. Well, yeah, but green and black. Yeah, you're colorblind. <laughs> you know, two separate right? things, though. Color no, but I'm colorblind because of all the acid I did. <laughs> oh. You're yeah. a colorblind idiot. So, <laughs> good we've established that. Thank you, man. Yeah. No, yeah. you were talking about, I know you guys went up to Travers. Yeah, we went to go, up to Travers. look for a new car. And- yeah, we. Uh, it's very strange. Uh, a 16-year-old test drive in a Mini Cooper. It was pretty cool, and I—that's oh, what she's thinking, huh? That's what she. One of the things that uh, she is uh, looking at, yeah, that and a, a Kia of some sort. Mm. So, you ever driven one of those things? Uh, yeah, one I used Coopers? to. I drove some for uh, many of St. Louis oh, there yeah, for a little right. while. But those were those new ones and the four to thirty-five thousand dollar ones. You know, this is yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's two, three years old, or actually, yeah, three years old and just a. I love, love it. Love I it, love, love it. car shopping. I do too. Me too. I love I it. It's I the most love fun it. thing ever. The and thing then it that gets I stressful. the thing that I hate is the is the. I love it. Is the I'm not buying today look on the salesperson. You know what I mean? I just, I hate going. Well, I've been going to the same place. I've been going to the same place, Royal Gate, for, I mean, 15 years. So I I enjoy going there and the process, going through the whole thing. I hate it. Even with every fiber of my soul. Well, maybe I'll help you out. Because there are some, and my my guitar teacher, uh, his car blew up, I think, last week. And he showed me yesterday when I was there. He's like, hey, here's what I'm thinking of getting. I said, is that from Craigslist? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, oof, be careful. Yeah. He's not your guitar teacher, by the way. He's your shred instructor. I'm sorry, my shred instructor. You told me this morning you're actually teaching him now. You're so good. (laughs) (laughs) True story, my arm hurts from shredding too much yesterday. Get out of here. What? Mm Mm-hmm. 
shred so hard yesterday. He's got you got shredders yeah. out. Shredders <laughs> Maybe he's giving you tips that aren't, aren't exactly. Well, anyway, he goes, "Yeah, look at look uh, look at this car." He goes, "What do you think?" I'm like, "Yeah, I mean it's a cool car, but just be careful. Just be careful out there when buying a new car. There are some very dishonest people." I had a buddy buy a car on eBay, and it happened to be in Michigan. So he had to drive up to Michigan. Got there. There was a couple things about this car he didn't sign up for. But he was pot committed. You know what I mean? He's kind of like, ah, I'm in Michigan. <sighs> With a cashier's check. Right. So yeah. I, he flew to Michigan and drove back. So he gets up there and he was like, oh, what about this, man? You said this and you said this many miles. And, you know, I forget exactly what the mm-hmm. details were. But he was like, oh, I kind of felt like I had to do it. And this guy kind of had me. Ugh. Mm, that sucks. Well, here's some myths. And maybe this will help you out, Donnie. Have you heard, like, Cassius King? Yes. Yes. That's a myth, they yep. say. It is. So if you're buying a car from a from a private seller on Craigslist or something, paying in cash might help you haggle them down. But at a dealership, it doesn't give you any leverage on price at all. Yeah, think about it. Why would it? It makes no sense. Well, it's because dealerships nowadays make most of their profit from financing, financing car loans. Yeah. And even if you score a low interest loan, the dealer still gets money on that deal. Yeah, if you if you pay attention to the TV commercials, I think it is a lot of times the the rate that they give you, the deal that they give you, the years that they give you. There's a disclaimer that says if you finance with us, mm-hmm. with like a, if it's a Hyundai commercial, finance with Hyundai financing, and this is how you get this deal. And this is all stuff if you don't have a dealer that you trust that you've been going to for years. Yeah, like your your last one, you've been going to what's the name of the place again? Royal I'm sorry, Royal Gate for so long. You were across the street and went, "Oh, the new Jeeps." Yeah, and just walk. walk. I just hop across the street. And by the way, without talking with your wife. Yeah, that's a no. That's another story. Which the sales guy threw that at me. Not threw it at me, but he said that to me. You're not. So you can't make this decision on your own. <laughs> oh, I'm out. Yeah. No, no, he has, he's a super nice guy. Oh, okay. It was kind of sort of joking, but he was also looking for the sale, obviously, because yeah. he's a good guy. Because you're like, I got to talk to Julie about this. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, I can't. I can't make that decision on my own. And my daughter laughing goes, no, he can't. <laughs> Whereas the dealer who sold me my Jeep said, what, do you got to wait for your wife to make this decision? Well, challenge accepted. <laughs> said, I'll take two. <laughs> and a sunroof, damn it. <laughs> challenge accepted. My wife calls me, where, where are you? I'm at the dealership. I traded in the Cherokee. What? <laughs> I'm going to need you to come down here to sign some papers. <laughs> that happened. And? I mean, I still have the car. Right. Yeah. So. I sleep out in a tent. <laughs> <laughs> Got the car, not the wife. <laughs> it's never good when you text the wife going, what's your social? Don't the worry best about is, it, but the what's best your is, You got the car manual. You know I can't drive manual. I said, eh. I know. <laughs> This is not for you. It's for me. It's my car. <laughs> Take it to and from work. It's for me. At 39, is that considered a midlife crisis no, car? No, I had one already. Well, I know, but it's two-door. It is now referred shit. to as that car, though. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. So there's a little oh. passive aggressiveness oh. going on. Oh. A little. A little bit. <laughs> Is it like, so in like, you what can't way? fit anything in that, that car. car. Gotcha. Are you going to take that car? Man. Uh, myth number two is you need to service the car where you bought it. 
Uh, it's what they're saying is it's an outdated myth uh, that refuses to die. The truth is, uh, if your new car is under warranty, the warranty is good at any of the manufacturers dealerships in the country. And it's important to keep that in mind when buying a new car because the dealership that's closest to you might not give you the best price even for the same exact car. So you could shop around. Yeah. And number three, the car myth that's going around, that's been going around for a while, is you'll get the best price if you go in the dealer's closing on the last day of the last month. So I'll say that again. You'll get the best price if you go in the dealer's closing on the last day of the month. And this one comes from the idea that dealers are more likely to give you a discount at the end of the month because they're trying to hit sales quotas. And while it's true that dealers do try to meet certain sales goals, this assumes the dealer hasn't met their sales quota yet mm-hmm. and is desperate to do so. Right. So if their their goal is 30, if they've already hit 30, why are they going to give you a right. deal? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That goes along with that myth of, ah, oh, we'll lose money on a deal just to get a car out the door. No. Big companies aren't into losing money. No, big companies sales. don't lose money. No. That's why they're still in business. Right. And big companies. Yes. <laughs> so don't be stressed out, Donnie. Just remember, you're the man. It's your money. The worst is, you know, buying something as big as a car and leaving there going, man, was I just ripped off? Yeah. yeah. I, have a, I have a friend, and you, I believe you guys have all met him, who, you know, since the internet, you can do all of your researching on the internet. He'll pull it. He'll know exactly what he's doing, exactly the deal that he wants, and he'll pull into a lot and not get out of his car. And inevitably, a salesperson will walk up, and he'll say, that's the car I want. Here's what I'm going to pay. This is what I want for this one. Go in and talk to your manager. Oh, that's awesome. Dick move, but it works. Why is that a dick move? I, first of all, not even getting out of the car is kind of a dick move. It's oh, like, I'm it's not getting out of the car unless this is the, <laughs> this is the, the, you know, oh, the number. Oh, if I had the balls to do that. Oh, he's, he's told me whether this is true or not. He's told me he even says, and don't come back with one of those little X's and sign here and stuff like that. Just tell me yes or no. And if you can't do the deal, send your manager out. You know, oh. that sort of thing. Yeah, that's how I got my Geo Metro for 250 bucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Ratio at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, okay, I'm not going to say this lady's name or where she works, but she got a uh, job recently. Uh, this goes back to the podcast where we talk about uh, feet at baseball games. Yes. Bare I'm feet in general. That up. I got to post this on Twitter. Movie theaters, stuff like that. Uh, let's see. There is a sand volleyball court right outside of this place where this lady just got her job. She says, I saw, and it's a restaurant. I saw a man walk through the restaurant dining room barefoot from the sand volleyball to go to the bathroom. First of all, you're in a restaurant with people eating barefoot. Second, you're probably tracking in sand off of your dirty feet from the restaurant. Yes. Again, barefoot. And third, nobody wants to see your dirty feet while they're so eating. You, and he's in the bathroom with his bare feet. There's yeah. a great point, too. Look what I saw, Donnie. Stop it. I saw something like that the other day going down the highway. Was that on 109 by it's, chance? It's uh, somebody with his feet out the, out the window. <laughs> I Man, saw God. that on 109 yesterday. It was an older gentleman, and I mean, he had his feet out like he had highway pegs on a motorcycle. It was way out here. I want you to be relaxed. I want you to enjoy your day. I want you to enjoy your life. I don't want to see your feet. The guy's right? got his uh, the Jeep doors off and his his patoots. Right. So out. that that leads me to believe that that has to be a great feeling or something because that's what that's what everyone does as soon the as they're uh, as soon as the doors are off. 
their, off their, their jeeps. Their, their shoes. It's like the, it's like the door flies off and the shoes go with them. Yeah, uh-huh. and they and they put it out there. It must be real nice to like spread your toes in the wind maybe or something. Maybe I'm missing between the toes. Maybe I'm missing out. Uh, That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's got to be something to it. The wind blowing between your webs. Yeah, it feels so. But again, good. if you got your shoes off, that means you're putting your bare feet on your gas pedal and your brake pedal. Yeah, where your dirty ass shoes. Go most of the time. Well, it's right. no different than the ground. People walk around barefoot in different places. I mean, think about how dirty the beach is. Or yeah, but I think your shoes pick up a lot more stuff than than where you would be normally barefoot. Wait, I, you think that the pedals on your car are dirtier than the 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 ground, the earth, uh, other places? No, he's Absolutely. saying that Absolutely. the shoes are bring. Yeah, the bring the shoes are bringing the everything shoes are bringing everything to the pedals. all the disgustingness. To your pedals, and now you got your bare feet on them. So it's really the, Whereas kind of the same thing. Normal barefoot situations are yeah. where? well, very the depending are where? from the human beach, to human. The shower. Your yard, yeah. your house. Well, you and me maybe, but a lot of people barefoot in other places. Yes, we're in agreement. It's gross. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's earth. It's dirty. I mean, you, you, you commit to being dirty as soon as you're barefoot anyway. Doesn't matter where. But do you understand what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm just saying, like, like I said, the, Listen, these you Jeep guys owners, do you. these Jeep owners and their toes in the wind. There's got to be something to it. I don't, I don't get it. All, you know what? All it's going to take is, is a one thing. side view mirror of a Mazda Miata to come by and take somebody's foot off. You ever try to drive barefoot? With. It's not right. Yeah, it's not. It does not yeah. feel right. No, not at all. Like, and I got a manual transmission that's hitting the clutch with the uh, yeah. with the barefoot too. That's oh yeah, that's a little weird. That's weird. Yeah, that's a little weird. Next. This one's a great one. Anonymous here writes, and so I got married about a month ago. Hey, congratulations. Hmm. Looking for some advice. My mom's... Already? Yeah. My mom's sister, wouldn't that just be an aunt, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> my aunt, yes. who our family is close with, RSVP'd to my wedding for six people. Only three showed up. They didn't bring a gift. They ate and drank all night, got hammered, and, and and then called an Uber to come get them. Last week, they Wait, sent— stop a second. All right. They RSVP'd for six. Only three showed up. So that's Correct. three— Three wasted— Three wasted plates yeah, and, that they had to pay for. And no gift. And they didn't bring a gift. Wow. And got hammered. They, and got, then, six mu- they got six months. Eh? Yeah. For the gift. They got six months. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's BS, by the way. What, what you mean, BS? Six months for a gift. You said, what you mean, BS? You bring the gift. You, bring you go to the wedding, you bring a gift. So this is a guy that brings our Perhaps Christmas I... gifts in February every year. That's not true. It's Remember every year months. we exchange gifts, he's like, oh, it's I forgot New Year's. it. Well, yeah, do you give it to him before Christmas? That's hey, like giving a wedding gift before the wedding. By the way, thanks for the waffle maker. Uh... <laughs> Did you make something with it? The kids made waffles the other day. Oh, right, finally. That's why I sent all the boxes up. That was two years ago. <laughs> All right, so resetting here. <laughs> RSVP'd for six. O- uh, only three showed up. They didn't bring a gift. They ate and drank, got drunk, called Uber. Last week, they sent our emailer an email asking why our emailer didn't donate to their daughter's soccer fundraiser and ca- uh, accused her of being cheap. Get the f*** out of here. All right. Wow. That's some balls. I mean, and then the questions, obviously. Am I wrong for thinking WTF? Do I respond? Do I just leave it alone? What do they do? Take the high road. You got to take the high road. Yeah, burn her house down. Pipe bomb? <laughs> I was thinking pipe bomb. No. Mm-hmm. Man. 
What I mean, we're really, yeah, take the high road. Just a really, Molotov cocktail right through the front window and please, anonymous, problem don't, solved. Don't anonymous, don't do that. Please. Wow, that's pretty rotten. It yeah, is. it is. Hmm. But rules are rules. A six month rule is a rule. That's is that a rule? Yeah. yeah. I've heard it's up to a year as well. That's yeah, a lot stretching it. No. Six months is way stretching it. For real? For what? Re- like what? And I'm not saying I disagree. Let's I'm trying to order. decide if I should agree. Let me ask a question. Let's say you order what? Something. But what? Re- but then you tell them, right? It's stuck in customs. Like we ordered Riz something for his birthday. We gave him something saying, hey, this is coming. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've, I've, but if there's a six-month rule, like it, get mad at me after the it's grace not period's like, up. It's not like you didn't know you were going to the wedding. Yeah, it wasn't a pop-up wedding. I know. Okay, but let's let's say somebody's on like a pretty strict budget and they they have something in mind. I don't think that's the case here. <laughs> but let's say some let's say that's that's the scenario and it's going to come you know, when you get paid shortly after and you're able to save up for this particular gift. 6 months of saving up? No, no, no. What I'm, are you I'm, buying an engagement no, ring? No, I'm just saying within the 6 months. <laughs> let's say you just did buy an engagement uh, ring and you are drained and you're going to this wedding. That's, I'm sorry, but the engagement ring was a priority over the wedding when I got a six. I agree, period. but what the hell are you getting? Like, how much you given if you have to save up six months? Well, not everybody has a lot of money. Six it, months of what, uh, what's the standard for a wedding gift? Is I, I mean monetary? I think you have value. to cover your plate, right? Which is what a hundred bucks? Yeah, it's a lot of money, man. I mean, six months of saving for a hundred bucks—that's no, that's not what I'm saying. You know what? You got a point. I'm just saying rules are rules. <laughs> I'm just Damn saying it, rules I don't are like rules. that rule. Yeah, but <laughs> but should silly. the rules be thrown out in this case where you RSVP for six and three oh, show d- up yeah, and like, you get hammered? Like I said, I'm not saying anything about this scenario. I'm not condoning or defending. I mean, six months for the uh, monogrammed hand towels, uh, that's, right. a bit, pretty sweet. that's a bit much. It takes a long time per letter. They're not even cannons. Is that a brand, Jeff? Yeah. Cannon towels? You never heard of cannon towels? Don't nope. Know. No. Come on. You surprise us every day. The number one brand out Just, there. He knows that, but he does not hit, he doesn't hit control alt delete to reset his computer. <laughs> that I do know. I wrote it down. <laughs> I do know how Can't to reset toss. it. I just don't know when I should. I'm glad you asked because that was going to so stick I press in my them mind. All like, at the same time? Okay, yeah, <laughs> you do, Jeff. Reference. And hit restart. <laughs> Look, there they are, right on Amazon. <laughs> That's true, by the way. Look, what's true? He, you just learned that control alt delete resets That's your computer. Not true at all. What's true is I don't know when to reset the computer. <laughs> I know how. Next. You know cannon towels. Cindy and I were talking, and she was wanting to know, she wants to come to uh, Riztoberfest. Is it kid-friendly? Uh, I, I emailed uh, our buddy uh, Rob down at the beer garden. Uh, I'm not sure. I wouldn't think so, but there are, there are kid-friendly things down at the brewery. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I think if I remember right, all the kid stuff was in the yeah because yeah, it was, was in the like, yeah there was like uh, farm animals and stuff like that, right? <laughs> well, oh, you go, right. you go to a lot you of were events. Not a lot near those. I know. <laughs> I've heard about you go to a lot of events farm with farm animals. <laughs> Try not to mix them up. <laughs> Pet one goat the wrong way. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I mean, just walked right into it. I was cleaning it. his undercarriage. <laughs> well, Ristoberfest oh. is Friday from 5 to 8. Uh, being that it's a happy hour thing, I'm not 100% sure. But I will find out. I, I sent an email over. Because, again, the, when we would do them on uh, Saturday afternoons, they'd be like kids slides and stuff like that. Are there are a lot of family-friendly things at the brewery. Yeah, I think they always keep it. 
uh, pretty family friendly. But the for fact all that this is, but the fact that this is a happy hour thing, I, I don't want to say yes, but I don't want to say no. Okay. I will say that first five hundred people that show up uh, get that Riz Toberfest beer stein. Yeah. And you know they'll go all out for those. Ooh, yeah, absolutely. So that'll be fun. It's uh, myself and King Scott and Jeff down there. Riz Toberfest at the brewery on Friday. I will get you an answer as soon as I get an email back. Yep. Next. Uh, this is actually uh, kind of a cool new business that's opening right across from the pageant. It's called uh, The Baked Bear. And the reason why I say I think it's cool is because I love ice cream sandwiches. I don't know why. But I do. Because they're delicious. They I love ice cream sandwiches, too. That's, yeah. That's what this place is. It's thebakedbear.com, says my business partner and I are opening the ice cream shop uh, in the loop and located uh, directly across from the pageant. As of right now, we're planning our grand opening Saturday, 929. And Riz, since you were butthurt about not getting invited to the Shake Shack one, <laughs> special invite for you. <laughs> special invite for you. Friday the 28th is going to be the uh, friends and family soft True. opening thing. So. True, I was not invited to the Shake Shack opening, yes. <laughs> Nor was I invited to the opening of the Top Golf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both things noted. <laughs> I wonder why you weren't at either one of those. Both, yeah, both <laughs> things we didn't miss you there. That's right, yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, simply wanted to invite some good dudes who represent the area every day to well, enjoy some treats with their families. Good Thanks luck. So, yeah, not looking for a shout-out, so we can edit this out of the Good luck. Out of the pod, so. <laughs> I wish you guys all the success. Oh, you know what they're uh, bringing by today? That uh, Matt Carpenter salsa. Oh, yeah. Yes. It better be good. Does Carpenter bring it by? No. Oh. No. Uh, I guess now it's available at Schnooks? Yes. Is yeah. it available today? I thought it was Thursday. Now I understand why. I saw the video of uh, Wainwright bringing in the salsa for Tarasenko, and yeah. he sits down. And oh, yeah, there's a video, I guess, on on social media. And I and I was laughing at the fact that it was a it was a bag of Schnucks brand tortilla chips that he was dipping into the salsa. Now I understand why. So the secret salsa is going to be available at Schnucks starting tomorrow, and we're getting a sample today. Can't wait today. I think a portion of the proceeds will go to charity. Which is nice. Go to Cardinals Care, I believe. Yep. Yeah. That's that's nice. And I have the wiffle ball set with us so we can see if it really works. Mm, yes. Perfect. Yes. Home runs. See, home runs. Dingers. Yeah. Right. What? I'm I sorry. Know, just, just. Man, no, right, Matt what? Carpenter, the whole reason he can right. hit a ball is because right. of that. Just, just keep on going. Let him roll. All right. Let him go. Remember when he was <laughs> in the other room? Do you guys remember that? Oh, you know what? I want to, uh, I want, so, I was making fun of you yesterday for some reason. Oh, Scott? Yeah. That's for not making where'd sense. You, that's what it was. Where'd you find the material? <laughs> and uh, I guess this is not available yet. Your song? Yeah, your yes. Record, no, it's up. Yeah, it's, it's on the Spotify. Song, but, not, but not the video. Not the video. Not well, the video. you said, well, when is this video going to be available? Well, it's depending on their release. Uh, the Greek Fire release, and then we will be able to release uh, it One thing that. is tied into the other? Yeah, this well, is because of the project? Yeah, his band member's part of this All right, well, Scott, well. are you a musician in the song? Uh, I did not actually play any instruments in this. You're but in the I video, sung. yeah. And okay, so oh no, I did sung. see. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm in the video. How come I can't get a straight answer? I don't. <laughs> Sorry, because I was trying to remember which song it was. This is a family. <laughs> you see, you're confusing him by asking basic. When questions. I put out a song, I will answer all of your yeah. questions very succinctly. <laughs> did you play an instrument? Your voice is an instrument. Yes. Yeah, okay, but I'm in the video, and yes, it's a uh, it's lovely. So you sent this video over to us, and and it will be released, I guess, what, in a week or a two. Couple weeks. Yeah, next yeah. Week. A couple weeks. Next week. Okay. 
So I want an answer next week. <laughs> next week. All right, everybody. Donnie's on next. It's worth a watch. It's worth a watch, and it's worth even a listen for this song <laughs> because this is interesting. The song is called "The Touch." I'm going to play a little sample of it. Have you heard this, Donnie? I have not. This is this is a uh, this is Mark from Greek Fire and Scott's group called yeah. the Two Silent Ghosts. Yeah, the Two SG. The Two SG is the band. Mm-hmm. So this is Mark from Greek Fire. Is this him singing? Yes. Oh, yeah. This is him singing, and the video next week will be out. Here we go. Just a little sample of it. Here we go. Oh, boy. You got the touch. You got the power. Yeah. This is at King Scott's group. Wait till you see the video. It's maybe one of the most bizarre things that you can't take your eyes off of. <laughs> there is an 80s movie somewhere that needs a soundtrack. And that's what the and this is it. And that's what the video's about. You got the power. Yeah. is on your next record. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's the bridge. Stop. Wait till you see the video, Donnie. Yeah. He's going to send it over to you. It is. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Equally as wacky. That's uh, King Scott right there. Thank you. Oof. Thank you. The two silent ghosts. A little teaser for you. The touch. Yeah. Scott, your single just got a hoof from the music director. That's always. <laughs> so no, I take it you want this he on air. Yes. It. He didn't finish it. Oof, it's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was not really my reaction. I'm just still kind of trying to process what I heard. That that that's what it it's is. The touch. Originals except for two covers. Yeah, I didn't realize this was a cover song. You didn't know what song this was? It sounded familiar. It featured in so many ridiculous things. King Scott, who does that originally? Uh, Oh, Sam uh, Sam Bush. Sam Bush. Yes. Yeah, it was like the um, one of the OG Transformer songs, and then uh, and then Marky Mark did it again. Speaking of Transformers. You got the touch. 
<laughs> so I guess it was done at Boogie Nights too. That I think that's where I I knew it from. Remember this this famous scene where I guess Mark Wahlberg as Dirk Diggler was <laughs> was making a record. You got the touch. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he's like, go back. He's like, well, you give, give us a tape, Nick. Give us the tapes. We need the tapes to get the record deals to pay you. That's how it works. We're guaranteed a record deal. The tapes are that good. Oh, man. That's where, that's why I knew the song. Yet another thing King Scott and Dirk Diggler have in common. Uh, yes, uh, yes. That's right. Virgins. That's yeah. it. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Uh, we talked recently about how uh, Burt Reynolds passed away and how Sally Field was, according to him, his the one that got away. He said that more than one time throughout his life, and, and at the end, that's what he was saying. Like, Sally Field was my one love. She's the one who got away. I know, every, I'm sure everybody has that one. Oh, yeah, he said oh, that. Man. When, when did he say that? Recently, right? Yeah, he said it recently. He said it over the years, but he said it more recently. I think he kind of knew. You know what was going on. So Sally Field, so he's passed away. Sally Field uh, has a uh, an autobiography coming out, and um, it's uh, next Tuesday, I believe it is, and it's called In Pieces. And she's glad he's dead. Oh, because of some of the stuff that's in it. She said he would have probably gotten upset. Oh boy, because you know, on his side, it's Sally Field was a love of my life. On her side, it was, she says, uh, uh, that it was a confusing and complicated time, not without loving and caring, but really complicated and hurtful to me. Bert was very controlling, and looking back, she thinks she dated Bert, who was 11 years older than her, to try to uh, rectify a situation she had with her stepfather growing up, as in she was abused by uh, her stepfather. Oh, so like, oh, no. like older, older men issues. Abusive and sexually molested her until she was 14. So like if you talk to a psychologist... You know, if you had father issues as a as a kid, something traumatic, maybe that's why you're dating an older man. Right. Yeah. And she was cute. Oh yeah. Um back in the day, the uh the, the smoking the smoking the bandit, bandit days. Well, not yeah. just I mean, you know, if I can be a little I mean, like even her and Miss Doubtfire, she's oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. A beautiful yeah. woman. And she was the one that was the flying nun, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. She was and she was I mean, she was all good looking, good looking and a great actress. She was the older dying Forrest Gump mom. Mm. Mm, yeah. Mm, that's that's Sally Field at her best. Mm. <laughs> you remember that scene where she was dying? She was awesome. Mm. Mm. Jeez. We have talked a little bit, but not for a while now, that movie about Freddie Mercury that's coming out, that Bohemian Rhapsody. And, in October, uh, yeah. And uh, how do you say, is it Ram- Rami Malik? Is that how you say Ray- it? Rami? Rami Malik? I don't know. Rami I don't Rami. know the guy. I'm assuming he's in something else that I don't know about. Um, so. Is he Mr. Robot? Yeah. Uh, was it? It's not. It's, no, no, it's Mr. Mr. Robot. Robot. Oh. The Amazon thing? Yeah. I think that's yeah, him. Yeah, it's him. And he's, isn't he in, um, 
uh, Edge of Tomorrow, or he's in some like war movie. Actually, maybe it's one of the big ones. He, I mean, he looks exactly like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he does. He does. And a couple of that, before the movie was actually, even before all the funding and everything, like, hey, well, this is where we're meeting to start to do it. He had a, uh, he had a costume designer make him a set of teeth mm-hmm. to make him look more like Freddie Mercury, and he was just wearing those around to get used to them. And then also, and we've seen the trailers, he acts like like the body movements on mm-hmm. stage and all that, uh, and who inspired him not just Freddie Mercury with those moves, but where Freddie Mercury got those moves. Aretha Franklin, Jimi Hendrix, David Bowie, and especially Liza Minnelli from the movie Cabaret. He says he just watched that over and over, and Liza Minnelli was more of an influence on his body movements than Freddie Mercury well, do you actually remember was. Who the original was supposed to be playing Freddie Mercury? Sasha yeah. Baron. Sasha Baron Cohen. You know why? Remember why he he quit because the band wouldn't let him do his thing. Yeah, he wanted to tell a more gritty story of, of Mercury's life as opposed to what Queen ended kind up of the wanting to do. Queen exactly. version. Yeah, I still see the movie. I got to be honest Absolutely. with you. That's why I'm kind of iffy on this man. I, I I know I'll eventually see it. I love Queen, but I had I it in my Queen. head that it was going to be Sasha Baron Cohen. But have Cohen. you seen the trailers yet? Yeah. But is this going to be a movie that's all trailer? Like the trailer uh, yeah. is the best part of the movie. I, I kind of feel like, like it could be. Yeah, I think the movie's going to be a, a, an hour and a half trailer. I mean, that's what it kind of, like you said, a whitewashed version of his life. Everything and who that went turned down. down the role before uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, even his name is even up? Oh, Me. Who. Our friend Rennie Knott, if you remember. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> that. Just, wow. He was busy doing the thing Jesus with the Trico, So Okay, so back in, two, <laughs> back in 2010, you guys remember Band of Brothers? Yeah. The, the Pacific was the Pacific theater version of Band of Brothers. He was one of the soldiers in that, ah. and he is awesome. He's awesome a good actor. in that series. And here's something that's really cool that they're doing for the release. You know the uh, 1985 Live Aid performance at Wembley? Yes. They're oh, most one of the most amazing. famous. famous. Yes. That's where they're premiering the film. At Wembley? At Wembley mm-hmm. Stadium, wow. the first 6,500 fans. Yeah, uh, if you look that up on YouTube, how cool uh, is that? you'll find uh, the whole performance of... Uh, Queen and Live Aid. And, and most of the time, man, when I'm watching like a DVD performance of somebody at home, even now with technology and the, the big screen and everything, I don't really like get crazy about it. But there are a couple. Queen in Montreal is Queen one. in Montreal is a great performance. And, and then also that Live Aid performance where you are just watching this man perform going, I don't know how anybody could be any better than you at doing that right now. Yeah, it's that just moment. amazing. Amazing. And every single person at that stadium that day was into him. Losing it. And, you know, they only played like five or six songs. Yeah, that was it. everybody really? did that day. Yeah, no. yeah, it was very abbreviated. It wasn't a huge set. They didn't play for an hour and a half. They played only five songs. They opened with Bohemian Rhapsody, I believe. I, that part I don't remember. I mean, it, but it's just there's there were so many acts there that day. Their performance you know, of, of Radio Gaga. Mm. During that set is just, it would give you chills. And I remember a million years ago, Donnie, when you said that Scott Weiland came out for an encore, I think it was, in a dress with a bullhorn. Yeah, man. And just came up to the mic. Yeah, yeah. And just started screaming the I am. Well, he was actually in a, uh, it was like a leather, like bustier sort of thing. Mm, Okay. And he had that like biker hat on and... It was it was one of the one of the best performances that I'd seen of STP. Now, Norm McDonald's got himself a new show. I think it's on Netflix, I believe, and hopefully this one gets. I love Norm McDonald. I do too, and I hope this doesn't screw that up because he was supposed to be on the Tonight Show. I believe it was last night, and he got canceled because of controversial comments about hashtag Me Too. Oh boy, Norm. Uh, and there's a there's a couple of different layers here. First of all, quote: I am happy the hashtag Me Too movement has slowed down a little bit. This was to the Hollywood Reporter. He says, it used to be 100 women can't be lying, and then it became 
One woman can't lie. And he also defended Louis C.K. And he also defended uh, Roseanne Barr. Okay, here is Norm MacDonald. I feel bad that Roseanne got uh, fired. I think that uh, we have to be more forgiving of uh, people. I've spoken to Roseanne many times, and uh, she's always been in tears, and um, she's paying a mighty penance for, um, for whatever transgression you might think she did. That's a very bold statement right there at the end. And it's kind of true. That last part, I think, is kind of true. He's, so they threw he, him off the Tonight Show for that? Well, no, and there's more going back to the hashtag Me Too thing. Uh, listen to this. He says, uh, there are very few people that have gone through what they have losing everything in a day. Talking about Roseanne and Louis C.K. Quote, of course people will go, quote, what about the victims? But you know what? The victims didn't go through that. Talking about losing their career. Ooh. Well, things like that. why don't they have him on the show and then challenge him on it? Like put him on the spot. Well, because Jimmy Fallon is a not going to be the guy yeah, that does that. Yeah, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Because they're probably buddies. And and that's just not his deal, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He's not exactly. He'd, he'd rather, like, smash eggs on, hey, let's smash eggs on our forehead. You know? Or Which tussle, is fine. Uh, tussle the president's hair. Yeah. That's his thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. He's just not hardcore yeah. interviewer guy. Yeah. Paramore, we talked about, recently announced that they're no longer playing the song Misery Business. Uh, because of the line, once a whore, you're nothing more. I'm sorry, that'll never change. And then we talked yesterday, Slash recently said that, yeah, some of the old Guns N' Roses songs are, quote, sort of sexist. But those aren't the only two songs in the history of the world that we really should start thinking about the lyrics nowadays. So I got a list of them. And they, I got six of them that we could talk about. Well, now about. we're talking about just questionable lyrics that don't stand up the, to the test of time. <sighs> Kind of like Blazing Saddles couldn't be made today. Some of these songs couldn't be written and recorded and sung today, although at least one of them is still being played without, live. And you have to say, without somebody getting butthurt over it. Yes, 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 exactly. Um, let's, let's go with uh, The Vapors, Turning Japanese. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. this one, right? Uh, it's a song about Joeing, isn't it? It's a song about Joey, isn't it? Yeah, it's a super dirty song. Yeah, uh, and I'll just read what they say here. The Vapors always denied that the song compares people's O faces to Asian people's eyes, which is what a lot of people find offensive about the song. The band says the song is about a man going crazy because he's he lost his girlfriend and, quote, turning Japanese is all the cliches about angst and youth and turning into something you didn't expect. I think that one took mm, a long time to think BS. of. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, we'll you're go with that one. You're turning BS is what you're turning. We'll go with that one, yes. Uh, wow. How about the Rolling Stones, Under My Thumb? Oh, that's a good I song, don't know too. That. Under my thumb. Under my thumb. Didn't I sound just like them? You did. Just like them. I thought Under you did play thumb. already. Wasn't you know. twice? Under my What is this about? It's about controlling a woman. He's he's talking about I'm controlling what she wears, what she says. It's all down to me. It's all up to me. What she wears, what she does, all that stuff. I don't understand why that couldn't be written today. It's about a controlling guy. I mean, you can't write hey, this about. You can't write about. He refers subject. to this girl as a squirming dog, the sweetest pet in the world, and they apparently they do still play this. I mean, it's it's a. I mean, I, I get it. I guess if you're looking for it, I guess I, I don't. Know. I mean, you can't make that song today. 
and say it's a it's a parody of a controlling man, or it's a story of a guy that's controlling a woman. I, I, I mean, he's a piece of garbage, but you can't make the song. All right, well, let's ratchet it up a little yeah, bit. How about uh, how about the Beatles? Uh, I saw her standing there. Okay, classic song. Uh, let me see. Well, she's underage. Uh, Beatles. Mm-hmm. Because she's 17. Yep. All right. Here is the Beatles. One, two, three, five. Well, she was just 17. If you know what I mean. You know what I mean. And the way she looked was way beyond the man. So how could I dance? Everybody now. She was just like 17, if you know in. what I mean. <laughs> why can't it be, but why can't it be a teenager writing a song about well, when, another teenager? I mean, well, they it were, can be. They, they were early 20s when they wrote that song. I mean, not I, I, which I know is not still right, but I mean, like, the, the age gap was a lot closer than it would be if Paul McCartney wrote it now. I love <laughs> that song, man. I ain't trying to ruin nothing for you. It's not ruined. No. Just think of it as a teenager writing a song for a teenager. Yeah. All right. These next two songs really ratcheted up, but I don't, I've never heard of these two songs before, and I don't think they're like, were normal radio play. I could be wrong. Uh, Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. Oh, he played uh, Outfield for the Twins. That's that's his brother, Kirby. Oh, you this song? You know this one? Get out of my mind. This one's so nervous. You're much too younger with all the charms of an older woman. It's the whole it's the whole song, guys. This isn't a line. You kept the secret of your youth. You led me to So she's pretending to be an older woman, but she's actually underage. Yes, but yeah. now he knows the truth. But it, Oof. you let that whole song run, and you go, "Well, that's the last time I heard that one." Yeah, I, oh. I didn't know that. I know that song. <laughs> I know you hear it in restaurants. You know, you go in to eat your barbecue, and you're like, "Oh, great! I got to deal with this guy." Again. It's like, what's that song? That Christmas song that is about like date rape. Oh, it's a uh, uh, baby. It's cold outside. Yeah, these lyrics. Oh boy. Maybe it's cold outside. He's the chick wants to leave, and he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna put something in your drink. You remember, go to sleep." Remember the scene in Elf where Zoe Deschanel was in the shower and singing that song, and Will Ferrell sitting on the sink singing it and doing the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this last one, wow! This is not a sexual thing. This is violence, and the song is called "He Hit Me," and it felt like a kiss from the Crystals. He hit me. Like a kiss. Guess why he hit her. Listen to this. He hit me, but it didn't hurt me. He couldn't stand to hear me say. Does it not sound like this is being recorded under duress? <laughs> wow. Like it's being recorded under duress. Sing like you're going to sing this. Here's the or lyrics. Or else I'm going to hit you again. Is that a Phil Spector band? Sounds like it. It sure does, doesn't it? You know who wrote it? Carol King. Oh, really? Yeah, she regretted it pretty much immediately. 
And she wrote it with her then husband. God, it's an awful song. Terrible. Yeah. Wow. You know, there's a song called 17 by Kings of Leon, and I'm. Uh, Daniel just uh, tweeted at me, probably want to throw 17 by Winger in there. Oh, how about. Uh, is that sexy and 17? Is that that one? No, he's Winger, not, she's, only she's only 17. Oh, she's only 17. She's okay. only 17. What's the one? You're, uh, you know that one. Is it 16, You're Beautiful in Your Mind? What? You're 16. You're you're, beautiful. Is that Ringo? Yeah. It's Ringo. I, I don't know who it is. You're 16. Well, <laughs> you're beautiful you in your mind. You bring up Ringo, and those guys weren't exactly <laughs> pure, by the way. You know, I think some of this was kind of like made fun of, too, by uh, the Dewey Cox story, you know, uh, Walk, Walk Hard. Walk Hard. When he's like, he's singing about holding hands, he's like, I'm 15 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Oh, that's okay. Back in the day, the Beatles, I guess, were a little closer than we all thought they were. Paul hey, McCartney. Are you talking about this the GQ article? Yeah, yeah. Well, I read this yesterday. Yeah. Uh, no, no, go ahead. Okay. It's, it's a great article. In yeah. GQ magazine. Very, very revealing article in GQ. And he said some of the Beatles had some sex stories that we've probably never heard before. Like the time uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon and a few of the guys were hanging out together, keyword hanging out together, and they spontaneously, you know, this happens all the time mm-hmm. in the office, spontaneously decided to start Joeing. <laughs> Sorry. It's a great day. Some of these stories we don't need to know. It says, uh, quote, I was over at John's house and it was uh, just a group of us. And instead of getting roaring drunk and partying, we all just uh, sat in these chairs and the lights were turned down. And somebody said, hey, let's all Joe. So we did. And then they they started shouting names of the females who would, let's say, help them along, if you will. What? Did you hear? Oh, boy. This. And then came this song. <laughs> you come old flat top, you come uh-huh. up slowly. We'll leave that there, okay? Okay. Was flat top one of the names they uh, they yelled out? See some of these stories we just I don't, don't need. I don't get it. Uh, one of the names the that they were yelling out: Bridget Bardot. Bridget Bardot. <laughs> He Who? said that Bridget Bardot. Oh, mm, no, I mean, yeah. mm. she'd do it back in the day. She's still alive, you know yeah. that? Uh huh. I don't know if she still do it, but back then she did it. She did it then. Yeah. Uh, he said that everyone would yell one of the women's names, and then, and this is his words, and then everyone would thrash a bit more. Oh boy, what? Wow. Do thrash. You guys' his friends, friend groups. See, do you know this? what happens? This is before cable, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no video games back then. He said that John Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon killed the mood by yelling Winston Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always the joker, that Lennon. Yeah, Lennon. Uh-huh. Uh, Paul also admits that he once got, uh, once got himself a couple of hookers in Vegas. Quote, as the closest thing I ever came to an orgy. Uh, also applauded when George Harrison lost his virginity. And uh, he also watched while John Lennon slept with a married woman. I'm sorry, the husband watched while John Lennon slept with the wife. There's a bunch of people uh, wow. texting over, uh, look at... Look at Kisses, Christine 16. Look at the lyrics for that song. Christine Apparently that's 16. Uh, pretty creepy from Kiss. Right. Here, I'll look it up. And well, you the, whole band, okay. the whole band is, is shtick, so that one might be. Christine 16. What are you talking about? The people that wear makeup? <laughs> They're a shtick? I'm, I'm not even saying. I'm, I'm saying the songs, too. Oh, the, and songs, the whole thing yeah. is like. You mean they really don't rock and roll all night? No, I, I think they do rock and roll all night long, but because it's. 
Like a bumper sticker. They've never oh, even yeah. been to Detroit. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is not. This one is not good. I'm not saying in a bad. Beth way. wasn't even really way. calling, was mm-hmm. she? <laughs> <laughs> Beth could give two craps where they were. All right, I'm done. Uh, did God really give give rock and roll to us? <laughs> I killed it, Jeff. I yeah, I know. That's okay, What's that man? movie that, 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 that praises? Don't worry about it. What's that movie that, there with Beth? that praises Kiss? Because they actually completely changed my whole outlook on Kiss. Was it Role Models? Yeah, Role Models. Yeah, and he's going through all this, uh, uh, like a whole soliloquy about how Kiss is the greatest and all these reasons. And I was like, holy crap, I'm totally sold. It's actually, it all makes sense now. Thank you, Role Models. All right, today's crappy birthdays. Andrew Luck is 29, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Emmy Rossum used to be on Shameless. She is 32 today. Jennifer Hudson is 37. Yao Ming, the retired seven foot six Chinese center for the Houston Rockets, is 38. Ruben Studdard. Remember him? I yeah. do. Oh, yeah. We Ruben had his name Studdard. on our tour bus. He uh he beat who for American Idol? Clay, Clay Aiken. Aiken. Oh, yes. look at you. Yep. Man, the things I wish I didn't know. You know, uh, Ruben started is forty. Remember, he beat Clay Aiken on American Idol, and then he completely vanished, which is not easy for a man his size. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you type in Ruben Stuttered, first thing you see is Ruben Stuttered dead. No, he's not dead. I'm just telling you, when you type it in, it's, it's the first thing up there is Ruben. He's the velvet dead. teddy bear. What happened to Clay Aiken? I know he ran for some sort of political office. He ran for Congress. He, he lost. Oh, he lost. Who okay. calls him the velvet <laughs> I do. You know those? You know those dead or alive trivia things? Ruben Stutter is like a, apparently a standard on like the top fifty of is he alive or dead? Oh, no, is that terrible trivia? Terrible. Uh, Busy oh. Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. He's the uh, the high pitch guy. He is a forty two. Jennifer Nettles from Sugarland is forty four. Louis C K is fifty one. Today is a holiday in the Fandango household because who turns fifty two today? Ben Folds. Hey, happy ben birthday, buddy! Yeah. yeah. fifty two. Sorry, this two. <laughs> Two people that Donnie loves, Ben Folds and Clay Aiken, we learned today. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nina Blackwood, uh, one of the original MTV VJs who smokes, I believe, four cartons of cigarettes still a day. She's on pack two already today. <laughs> and she's on the West Coast. Yeah, and her alarm hasn't even gone off. <laughs> Nina Blackwood uh, is a 63 today. Peter Scolari. Peter Scolari from uh, Bosom Buddies and Newhart. Is 63. Neil Parrott, the amazing drummer and lyricist yeah. for Rush, is 66. Thank you. Thank you for pronouncing it right. And Joey Pants, Joe Pantoliano. You know him as Cypher in The Matrix. You know him as Francis Fratelli in The Goonies. You know him as Ralphie Cifaretto on The Sopranos. Joey Pants. Joe Pantoliano is 67. <laughs> According to this show, maybe the worst nickname to ever have is Joe Pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to take them off first. And today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Nellie Pierce. And today's birthday girl has been up and down without the help of a pogo stick in 83 fine films, including Adorable, Volume 5. She was in Happy Sluts. She was in Heaven's Anal Getaway. She was in Filthy First Timers. How about Backstage Sluts? She was in One Big Orgy, The Wedding. She was in Horiental, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Look What I Found in the Street. Oh, no. Wow. Nell- well, what, what was it? <laughs> it was Nellie. Oh, oh, oh. It was, it was Nellie Pierce, who is uh, 40 years old today. And that's your porno birthday, your crappy birthdays, and that is your crap on celebrities. What, Jeff? Oh. 
You looking Nelly up? Oh, yeah. Very attractive. Oh, wait, that's Nelly Furtado. Never mind. Thank you, Jack. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314. That's 3146 Walker. Cameras in chat room 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R I Z Z Show. Emails Riz Show 1057thepoint.com. Uh, during the celebrity birthdays, I forgot to mention our very own Tony Patrico. It's his birthday today. We were saving it. You said during the porno birthdays you were going to mention him. How old is he today? He's I think he's 34. What? You want me to be honest? You want honesty? Yes. So, full disclosure, guys. Full disclosure. Uh, our uh, our big boss walked in. John. Lovely man. Very nice guy. Hail Hubbard. Love him. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. He's the guy that's in charge of all the radio stations here. The big boss. He sticks his hand and he goes, hey, you guys need me for anything? <laughs> and... Uh, we all puckered up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, where's the birthday boy? Huh? Where's Tony? He's at Disney. Hey, it's his birthday today? Ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that was you saying that, not John. John was telling no, you. No, John was saying, it's Tony's birthday today. And the collective look on every all of our faces like, oh, we forgot. Probably because Tony no, texted I didn't John. forget. <laughs> Yeah, we were just waiting until the 9 o'clock hour. That's King Scott's job is supposed to remind us. <laughs> strike go, one, buddy. Strike one. Seriously, strike one? Strike one. All right, well, the good news is no more points to birthdays through the end of September. Okay, So good. we're pretty good. Uh, good, we're covered. All right. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tony. We didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible with birthdays, honestly. I really am bad. Yeah, I think my, oh, I'm f- my 49th was when you guys forgot or just didn't no, care. No, I didn't One forget. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because it was like at the end of the show or something. I oh, that's right. I forgot. Yes, you're right. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. He also said, or didn't care. <laughs> and that's probably pretty close. Yeah. I forgot, yes. <laughs> birthdays are birthdays are weird. You guys get in trouble for not wishing people birthday? Uh, happy no, birthday? I feel bad, though, if I don't. It depends on who it is. You know what I mean? I feel bad. Like, like if I forgot Patrico's, I'd feel bad. Really? I always try to give you guys a happy birthday, at least a happy yeah, birthday. I, 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 you know? I feel terrible, honestly. Okay, that's a personal thing. But do you think it's okay to make somebody feel bad for not happy birthdaying you? No, no, no. It's a person for me personally. I feel. I would probably be reminded later by my wife, who would say, "Hey, did you uh, wish uh, Patrico happy birthday?" And I'd be like, "Ah, crap." <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm just I, I've I've come to learn over the last couple of years I'm in the minority with that and I don't get it. I just don't get it. Unless it's a milestone thing or something or you know throwing a party or something like I, I don't. You want to just it. wish somebody a happy birthday? You just know, hey, know, man, hey. happy birthday. yeah, sure. If I think about it, but I'm saying like if if first of all I I never know what date it is. You're I, justifying I, I, forgetting birthdays. It's cool, man. I'm justifying I'm justifying not caring about your birthday. 
Okay. And I know that sounds brutal, but Noted. like... Mm. Noted. No, 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 no. You're trying to come up with an excuse of why if you forget... There is no forgetting. Okay. No, no, there's no forgetting. I don't get it. I don't get the expectation. And, and, and I don't know if there's a right or wrong here. I'm just saying... It's maybe, nice. It's maybe nice. it's maybe it's because the way I was raised. My parents literally told everybody before my 18th birthday, "Hey, he's gonna be 18 uh, in March, uh, so make sure you don't give him any any birthday stuff or Christmas stuff from here on out." He don't yeah, because he needs stuff. stuff. He needs stuff for the three kids he's already got. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but, but the, their their whole thing was like, "Buy him diapers for the kids." He's an adult. This is for that's for kids, and that's how I was raised, and it made sense to me. And I I get how people like the whole birthday thing and and all that. But I remember years ago, I was literally in trouble for not wishing this Person. girl, woman, yeah, 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 uh, a happy birthday. And I went, are you, uh, what? And I, I remember just being like. Was this uh, somebody you were in a relationship with? No, no, no. no th- 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 that's different. This was like, uh, like you know, a, a cursory friend. friend. Yeah. yeah, and I just remember thinking, this is, we're adults here. I don't If you forgot this. my birthday, I would not hold a grudge, honestly. I wouldn't go. No, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. Yeah. So that's cool, man. I just think it's this weird expectation. Some people care. Some people don't. Yeah. I, I'm honestly thinking that if we went through the whole day without saying happy birthday to Patrico, he would be bummed. I think he would uh, be bummed. He sure. would be super bummed. Yeah, sure, and he yeah. should be too, I think. He would He would say that he wouldn't be bummed, Agreed but he disagree. would be. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly would not care. Same. Hand of God would not care. Tony would care. But happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, news sponsored by uh, News is sponsored by um, Club Fitness Club Fitness uh, Thank you Donnie Sorry we got off track He and missed I, rehearsal I had it, I had it he up here rehearsal. queued up I'm sorry boys Damn uh, it. I messed you up sorry The local stuff here uh, Police in Belleville say that A uh, badly decomposed body of a man Was found in some weeds Behind a gas station yesterday Around 6 o'clock yesterday evening The St. Clair County Sheriff's Department Said they got a call about the body being found in the 1400 block of Centerville Avenue. And they think the body had been there for seven to eight days. An autopsy will be done today on that. I guess somebody was just hiking or walking in the woods behind the gas station and came across this body. You know, you spend all this money to go to a great school like WashU, and you're a target for criminals. I'm sure it's quite expensive to... Go to Wash U. I would think Look so. up a tuition yeah. price on that. Okay. It's a very prestigious school. But in the first two weeks of school, two, oh. how much? Oh, sorry. Uh, $48,093. A year? That's what it says, 2015-2016. $48,093. The year 2015-2016? More expensive because yes, those yeah. don't go down. Yeah. 2018, it says 52 four. Wow. So two in the first two weeks, two WashU students were targeted by armed robbers. First incident was an attempted robbery in U City. The other was a carjacking in the uh, Skinker de Bolivar neighborhood. Now, the WashU campus police chief is adding six officers to off-campus patrol, and the six new officers are uh, are being added to the existing 17-person off-campus police and security team. They'll be working from 4 to midnight. The school has also introduced something called Noonlight. It's an emergency app for your phone. This is pretty cool, actually. Normally, it's $2.99 a month, but I believe for uh, WashU students, it's free. So you open up this app on your phone, and you put your thumb on it. 
and you have your thumb on this app while you're walking to wherever you're going, if you feel unsafe, you take your thumb off the app. And the Noonlight team will then call the phone. If nobody answers, the nearest police department will be called to the person by the phone's GPS. That's a great idea. Yeah, it is. And it's available for everybody, by the way. Again, it's two ninety nine, I think, a month. Uh, but for WashU students, it's free. Man, I see. You know, sometimes if we're leaving shows at the pageant or Delmar Hall, you know, and I'll be going back down Skinker towards the highway, and you see, you know, some of the college kids walking around late at night. I'm always just like, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have your phone out now, somebody's going to see you have a phone and then rob you of your phone before the police get there. Right. Or you just have it in your pocket. Yeah, with your thumb on it, I guess. But then you got your hands in your pockets. You know. Uh, police in O'Fallon, Illinois, are asking for help finding 48-year-old Daryl A. Smith Sr. And they say that he robbed the First National Bank of Waterloo inside of a Schnooks. And he's got addresses in East St. Louis, Cahokia, and Swansea in the past. So he is considered armed and dangerous. If you know where he is, call the O'Fallon, Illinois Police Department. Police in Webster Groves are looking for the guy who stole a 2015 Ford Taurus from a man who was pumping gas Friday afternoon. In broad freaking daylight. And I know exactly where this gas station is. It's the BP uh, on Big Bend. It's the BP on Big Bend, and I think that's Elm. I don't know that I know that. So let's say you're going 44. Yeah, Let's say you're going 44 east. You get off at the Elm exit. You make a left. And I believe there's a gas station right there. Big Is that Elm right there? Yeah, it's a quarter to the right. Yeah, that's Elm. Elm and, Mm -hmm. and Big Bend. You're absolutely correct. So this guy... Fueling up his car at the BP at 1.40 in the afternoon on Friday. A white four-door sedan pulls up alongside. A guy gets out, points a gun at the victim, pushes him up against the gas pump before stealing his car. And he took off down South Elm towards 44. If you have any info, call the Webster Groves Police Department. Yeah, that, and if it's the the one we're talking about, that's a pretty tiny gas station, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe four pumps, and it's got a service bay. And yeah, right? there's yeah. surveillance video of it, too. It's oh, frightening. Man, 1.40 in the afternoon. You know what I think of? I think of my wife when she's got to go to Webster Groves for whatever reason. And she's, I need to get gas and stops at that BP. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely not an area that you would normally no, I was know, gonna, think, of, th- think of that sort of thing happening. I, nope. I was going to joke and say when you call the West, uh, the Webster Groves Police Department, they're going to be like, what, you're kidding me? There's a crime in Webster Groves? I mean, it's a nice No, there's area. been some stuff going I on know, there. At the parks over there, there's been some drug historically, activity. Historically, it's a, it's a nice older area, depending on where you are on Elm, of course. Well, we talked about this when this happened. About three weeks ago, there was a shooting in Washington, Missouri on a high one, uh, Highway 100. Remember, in a pretty busy intersection? Mm -hmm. Someone shot up a car, and a person was hit in the shoulder. I think there was a gun battle between both the cars from what the original story was. And remember, they're like, hey, be on the lookout for a car that has bullet holes in it. Mm -hmm. Well, somebody uh, was arrested yesterday, the shooter. And police arrested 19-year-old Samuel Baker, not long after posting a picture of him on social media. And they say once they posted this picture, tips immediately started pouring in. Uh, an officer spotted Sam outside of his buddy's house on 8th Street near Franklin in Washington. He ran into the house, refused to surrender. And police called in the Franklin County TAC team. 
but Sam surrendered before they got there. They thought there was going to be a standoff, but there wasn't. And for the shooting back in August, he used a 40 caliber handgun to shoot at this other car. And police are saying, yeah, I guess Sam moved up from a BB gun mm. because he was on probation already for shooting out dozens of windows in Washington with a BB gun and hitting a person with one of the pellets back in 2016, which we had talked about back then. Somebody was shooting out windows in Washington. That was this kid. He's now in jail on felony charges of assault, unlawful use of a weapon, and property damage. Sounds like a nice kid. No bond because he was already on probation. So he violated the probation. And uh, finally, this is crazy. On Sunday, a guy was driving in the area, this is in the city, of uh, 4100 South Broadway. Which I'm not sure what neighborhood that's in. Anyway, he sees a guy hitting a woman and trying to steal her purse. So this guy pulls over to try to help. He yells at the woman, hey, get in my car for safety. Like, get, get, you know, get in here. I'll, I'll get you out of there. This guy, because this guy was hitting this woman trying to get her purse. And that's when, when the thief, 55-year-old Barry Swannington, I'm sorry, Swanigan, he leaned into the dude's car through the open window and started pummeling him. Hit him in the face. He choked him. And when the guy tried driving off, this Barry guy kept punching, even tried to force him to crash by grabbing the steering wheel. Wow. And this is a guy that just kind of pulled over to help this woman. Trying to be the good Samaritan. Trying to be the good guy. Mm-hmm. And what do you get for being the what do you get for being the good guy? You get a punch in the face and choked yeah. out. Gosh. Uh cops wind up picking this Barry guy up and he's been charged with second degree assault. Just got to be careful out there. Yeah. All right, that is the uh, the local stuff. We'll get into some of the national stories. Sports headline hooge. And uh, a little sports extra for you. Um, a little more on that Serena Williams story. Yep. Remember she was arguing with the... Uh, with the chair umpire at the U.S. Open, she wound up losing a game. And Billie Jean King, famous tennis player, was on Serena Williams' side. In fact, tweeted her support. Well, there are some other famous tennis players that are not on Serena's side, and we'll give you their reasoning after the break. seen his Netflix special. Oh, it's so good. This weekend. I'm a big fan. Uh, All right, tomorrow, uh, Big St. Charles Motorsports Bike Night. It's the rescheduled one that was supposed to be last week because of the weather. Rescheduled uh, to tomorrow. Starts at 6 o'clock. And then Friday is Ristoberfest, 5 to 8 o'clock at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery Beer Garden. 
first 500 Rich listeners get that Riztoberfest beer stein. And yes, I got an, I got a, a note. I got an answer uh-huh. about is it all ages? Yes, it's all ages. Oh, good. It's an all ages affair. I mean, if you want to bring your kid, fine. I had heard that people thirty, the age of thirty-four, couldn't come, so it's all ages. All ages, okay, yes. Good. That's a Friday at the Anheuser Busch Brewery Beer Garden. So, Hurricane Florence. This thing is going to be a friggin' monster when it yeah. when it hits the Carolinas. Uh, Hurricane Florence continuing to barrel towards the Carolinas as a powerful Category Four storm. Winds of one hundred forty miles an hour. Residents are being warned that in addition to the danger from the storm surge and the winds, it's going to stall. It's going to stall just off the coast and just... Just pummel? Just kind of churn. Oh, man. So it's likely to drop heavy rain for days. And it's expected either late tomorrow or early Friday. Uh, The rainfall concern is not only for flooding, but for the environmental impact of the drenching waters washing over... Industrial waste sites and hog farms. Jeez-o. Who'd have never even thought of that? Yeah, I mean, you know this is bad when that is brought up. Oh, yeah. Well, I talked yeah. to my my friend Matt. Can I ask you? Who was, heard who was here for my birthday a couple weeks ago? He's already out. They evacuated them already. Yeah, because he's in Wilmington, and that is a direct hit. Mm. He told me that he does not expect his house to be in the same condition. When he returns. Oh, man, how, just knowing that that is coming has got to be miserable to just sit there and wait through it. As he was boarding up his house. And he he couldn't take all his cars with him. So he positioned the cars for protection of the house. Like maybe the cars could help protect the house the way he positioned them. Hmm. Damn. And he said that his neighbor's going to ride it out, which. Man, it just sounds like the worst idea of all Terrible time. idea. Terrible idea. His neighbor refuses to leave. If you say the like whether it's a tornado or, or or something like this, if you say the phrase "I'm gonna ride it out," you shouldn't be. Like that phrase is very stark. I'm gonna ride this out. That means you're. <laughs> it's, he it's, said he's afraid of his stuff being taken. Oh, by the neighbor. By no, 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 Matt. Just by people sticking around. No, no, the guy. Oh, who's sticking I see. It what out, you're saying. I see. Since everybody else is evacuating, after the storm passes, he's afraid of people stealing his things. Gotcha. So he said, I got my 9 millimeter and 500 rounds. <laughs> to shoot at the storm. Could there be? And I got a story about that, by the way. <laughs> he's going to sit on the porch and go, Could there be anything more Meh. Hoosier, honestly? <laughs> I got my 9 and 500 rounds, and I'm going to sit here in the garage and wait. Boy, that is very American. Looters that. will yeah. be shot. On site. No questions asked. Listen, North and South Carolina and Virginia have ordered mass evacuations along the coast. The uh, governor of North Carolina, he says, he says the waves and the wind, the storm may, may bring is nothing like you've ever seen. If you've ever ridden out storms before, this one is different. Don't bet your life on riding out a monster. And FEMA also warned about Florence saying this storm is going to knock out power for days, if not weeks. It's going to destroy infrastructure. It's going to destroy homes. When we were down there, uh, I believe in April, we went down to Wilmington. We sat at a nice, nice hotel along a right beach. And that's going to be decimated. Did you see the video yesterday? And I think it was South Carolina, not North Carolina, where the highway patrol 
were leading the cars out on both sides of the highway. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Well, they had issued the evacuation, I think, yesterday for where my buddy is. And my wife goes, well, if the storm's not supposed to hit Friday, till Friday or late Thursday, why are they doing it now? Imagine everybody leaving at once. Right. Imagine everybody getting out at once. Everybody on the highway. I mean, massive traffic backups. Yeah. So they try to get everybody out early. They got warning. Uh, the president, President uh, Trump, spoke about it yesterday. They haven't seen anything like what's coming at us in uh, 25, 30 years, maybe ever. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Tremendous amounts of water. I've never heard of a hurricane being described as tremendously wet. True. Yes. Aren't they all? They, trem- yep. Trem- I mean. Tremendously wet. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very wet. Very wet storm coming. Tremendous even. And then there's this, and and Moon alluded to this before. Uh, in September of last year, remember Hurricane Irma? Yes. That's the one that went up uh, the Gulf Coast of Florida. Then it was like Tampa was going to get hit, St. Pete. And there were a bunch of Facebook events that sprang up, reportedly made by, quote, patriots who wanted to shoot their guns at Hurricane Irma to scare it away. We talked about this last year. For one of these events, 26,000 people clicked attend. <laughs> and 45,000 people clicked interested. Oh, man. Remember, Florida. Yeah, okay. It got so crazy that the Pasco County Sheriff's Office went on, tw- uh, went on to Twitter and wrote, quote, to clarify, do not shoot your weapons at Irma. You won't make a turnaround, and it will have very dangerous side effects. And they even included a diagram last year that showed bullets fired into the hurricane could end up coming back in the shooter's direction. Needless to say, the whole thing, the whole thing was a joke. So it's possible that the sheriff's office overreacted, but Florida, they couldn't take the chances. <laughs> now, yeah, because it was Florida, you thought, eh, it could be true. Now, with Hurricane Florence almost at a Category 5 storm, people are setting up similar Facebook events. One called, this is the title of it, one event called Shooting Guns at Hurricane Florence to Scare It Away, hosted by Ryan Strumpf, has over 20,000 people clicking attend <laughs> and 50,000 people clicking interested. And here's what the event says. The event description says, quote, get your guns and your umbrellas and your umbrella guns and your beer and your beer guns and your tiny umbrellas to keep your beer dry and join people from all along the East Coast in scaring away Hurricane Florence to protect our country from this foreign invader. Click, join. <laughs> I mean, think about the amount of people out there. If only 10% that, that clicked attending show up, whether they think, I mean, whether they're going for this whole thing or not, or or they just think it's funny and they want to show up and, and to see have an there. excuse. Yeah, have an excuse to shoot guns too. What idiot showed up? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> what morons? Yeah, I brought my gun just in case. <laughs> That's a couple thousand people out on a What beach. moron would do that? Oh, okay, I'm here. I got my gun. <laughs> Florence. Can you imagine the, the poor sheriff's department that has to get together and go, I'm waste my time on this Guys, garbage. I think we really have to put out a post on this because yeah. it's an issue. It's a real issue. <laughs> and <laughs> Guys, day in and day out, we're protecting these guys. These guys. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, good times. Yep. Uh, back in 2017, 
This is you know, one of my biggest fears is being accused of something that I didn't do and then being imprisoned for it. Okay. And nobody will listen to your 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 cries of innocence. That is a real nightmare. I watch too many of those locked up abroad shows. All right. I see. I can't watch those because it's all react. It's like reenactment. I, it just doesn't do anything for me. I'm normally not a reenactor watcher. I don't like it. But man, I love that show. Yeah, I love. They don't really that air any of, those, any of those anymore. It does. It seems like they are kind of tapped out on ideas. Yeah. But man, I got I got into that for a few seasons. Or somebody frames you in like Turkey, and you have to go to like a Turkish prison, and you, and they won't listen to you. And you're rotting away in there. Well, there was like two young women that were at like a, an airport in Thailand and ended up taking a bag with like 70 pounds of cocaine onto a plane. Yeah. And they ended up in, you know, in the prison system and the whole thing. Yeah, it's it was a nightmare. Oh. So back in 2017, a guy from Oregon, his name is uh, Joshua Horner. He stood accused of molesting a child. I mean, serious, serious stuff. And a witness, this woman, told the jury that Josh threatened to shoot her animals if she told police about the molesting. And then she says that he shot and killed her dog to prove his point. What a freaking monster. Wow. Josh was convicted and sentenced to 50 years in prison. But he maintained his innocence. I mean, he he said, for one thing, I never shot the dog. Like, I never shot a dog. And in addition to the not molesting a kid thing. So it was not a unanimous verdict, by the way. Uh, six months after going to prison, again, sentenced to 50 years, Josh asked the Oregon Innocence Project for help, and they took up his case. And with them on board, the county district attorney agreed to work with him. The county district attorney's office who helped convict Josh. And finding that dog, that was the key, finding that dog would show that the witness lied under oath. And they did their work. Where was this dog at? Come to find out the dog, a black lab named Lucy, had been given away. And they wound up finding the dog on the Oregon coast and met with the new owners. And that key evidence showed that the witness had not been truthful when testifying. A judge dismissed the case. And Josh walked out of state prison a free man. After Lucy the dog was found, the witness who testified in court, that woman, no-showed on a meeting to talk about her testimony. And last Wednesday, an investigator with the district attorney's office went to talk to her at her house. And when he pulled into the driveway, she ran away. Wow. Which totally proves your innocence when you run away like that. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. I, I, I always, when you hear those stories about yeah, people yeah. that don't show up for court or don't show up for this or for that when it comes to, to, to a law situation, I always marvel at that and not in a good way. No, Just yeah. like I can't even imagine being in that position where you don't show well, like, up, you like don't talk to somebody. Like the lady runs away, like the cops are just going to go, oh, okay, well, never All mind. All right, we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> I chase after you, but it's four. Mm-hmm. So I'm clocking uh, out. Uh, I'm clocking on and on. Uh, I got uh, a lot of things in my pockets. I'd say it's a it's a bad sign for a town if someone thinks it's uh, got enough crackheads that it's worth it starting a new business to cater to them. Uh, and that's exactly what happened in three towns in Long Island, New York. Brookhaven, Corum, and Medford. A couple weeks ago, somebody installed what seems to be crack pipe vending machines. And the machines claim they're selling quote-unquote pens for $2. But they're not really pens. They're a glass tube, a filter, and some ink. In theory, you could just put those things together to make a pen, but 
Really, people throw out the ink and use the pipe and filter for smoking crack. And no one's quite sure who installed these machines. And there's pictures. There's pictures of them. What do you do? You just hang around and wait for somebody to collect the money? As like far it, as who's going to get the money from the crack? Uh, yeah, if you don't know who put something in the crack vending machine. Yeah. If there was no permits and, and whatever else you need, I suppose, to put a machine. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, nobody. I mean, these are, these are pretty simple. Oh, I saw Simple the machines. Yeah, it's like an old, like a, a, a stick-on tattoo vending yeah, machine. Yeah, like you'd like. see at a supermarket. You mm. put the quarters in and you kind of push the thing in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crack pipe. And there's your crack pipe. Hmm. People are obviously freaking out. And the cops are investigating where they came from. Freaking out because it's sold out. There's no, you know, who's going to refuse? Yeah, and they say they could possibly file criminal charges. And a councilman from one of these towns says uh, to sell a pipe is not illegal, but this is considered drug paraphernalia. Right. And it's also being dispensed from a, sh- a machine that's uh, installed illegally per town code. So, yeah, the crack pipe vending machine industry is unregulated. So, you know, whenever I think of crackhead. Would I ever hear the word crackhead? I think of that story about that leprechaun in the tree. <laughs> could be a crackhead. Because it could be a crackhead. I don't know. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? Yeah! Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. Uh-huh. And it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. This guy helping to direct traffic says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This is a special leprechaun flute. I just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where the gold is. I want the gold. Give me the gold. I want the gold. This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. Thank you, Brian. By the way, the leprechaun flute, that guy was part Irish, and he said his grandfather passed it from a thousand years. So it was a crackhead in a tree. Who thought he was a leprechaun? Got a hold to the wrong stuff. <laughs> now, how long ago was that? Did it turn out, was he a leprechaun? No, we know? no, we it was never... a crackhead. Oh, gotcha. It wound up actually being a crackhead. <laughs> I was really hoping for leprechaun, just so you know. And there was no gold, and he never got the gold. Yeah, the guy got the backhoe and uprooted the tree and found a vending machine for crack pipes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, ever wonder uh, why spiders will take uh, the risk of crawling around right in front of you even when it could mean instant death for them? Seem like they're coming right in your direction. Yeah. You know what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't talk to any other spiders? This is how you die, man. It's it's the same reason you'd be taking a stupid risk. They're trying to get some. And a new study found that you're more likely to spot a spider in your house between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. With the absolute peak at 7.35 p.m. You may ask asking yourself, why? Why? That's when female spiders like to uh, make their webs. And since the ladies are out, the male spiders know it. And they wander around looking for a mate. Yeah, that'll do it. Hmm. 7.35, huh? Some of them uh, never come back. The Black Widow males. <laughs> Terrible existence. <laughs> Neat. Science. And finally, 
Uh, I've got a great new way for you to live longer. Do, a longer, healthier life. Do tell. The only downside is you literally have to become a vampire. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. And there's a new study out of the University College London. And they say you might be able to live longer, avoid diseases, all that stuff that comes at old age, including cancer and heart disease, by drinking young people's blood. And yes, this is real. At least in theory. Uh, the researchers found that when people over 35 were injected with plasma from teenagers' blood, there was a real improvement in their biomarkers for diseases. And in animal tests, older animals' brains got sharper when they were injected with younger blood. But before you run out and start, you know, chomping on necks, it's worth noting that the people behind the study didn't have people drink blood. That could be how we get it into ourselves one day. But for now, a lot more research is needed. So this ain't like transfusions? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense as far as, you know, honestly. Ah, uh, the blood of the level. young. Yeah. Blah. Literally, literally my... infused with a little... At first, I thought you were going with... <laughs> that was you. great. That was I... Dr. Acula. <laughs> I thought you were going with you can live longer if you uh, sleep all day and are up all night. Like third shifters. No, no, I'm talking about drinking. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> One or two options. You want me to do my Dracula again? Yeah, yeah I think you should. Yeah. Blah. Whoa. <laughs> Scary. So you say blood out of the side of your mouth. You got to save that for Halloween. Blah. That's going to scare a lot of people. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. But before we get to break, and then uh, on the other side, we got uh, sports. You know, Billie Jean King thinks uh, Serena Williams was justified when she blew up at the chair empire at the U.S. Open last weekend. And, and I know Moon and I got into a little bit. You know, the debate, it was a nice debate. Nice back and forth. Why are you smirking? Nothing. <laughs> I enjoy our spirited discussions. Yeah, as long as you win. Oh, you're the one. I didn't say I won. I uh, won that one. Did you think you <laughs> did? Just gonna, I <laughs> won that particular one. <laughs> I was just playing, dude. A lot of times I'm just playing devil's advocate because I don't think it's. But all right, so let's go back to Serena Williams for a second. So uh, Billie Jean King came out in support, uh, but not everyone in the tennis world agrees. Hmm. Martina Navratilova, very famous women's champion. She was great back in the day. Uh, she wrote an editorial for the New York Times, and she said that even if male athletes get away with tantrums like that, it's still wrong. Quote, I don't believe it's a good idea to apply a standard of, well, if men get away with it, women should be able to too. And then she says, I think the question we have to ask ourselves is this. What is the right way to behave to honor our sport and to respect our opponents? Martina said, focusing on sexism is missing the point. And she said that if she would have acted that way on the court, she would have expected the punishment Serena got. Mm. Mary Carrillo, you know who she is? Mm -hmm. She's a former player. She's an analyst now. Yeah, she's it. on uh, NBC. Yep. She, she always does the Olympic stuff and yeah, all the big tournaments, too. Mary Carrillo says that Serena occasionally, her words, acts like a bully. She also wow. suggested that the pressure got to her and that she should have understand that the rules dictated her punishment. Now, if Serena had won, she would have tied uh, Margaret Court's record of 24 Grand Slam singles titles. And that's the pressure that Mary's talking about. Yeah. So. And, and and did the judge accuse her of cheating? Because I remember he was, you know, the At whole first, thing is you yeah. can't coach, you can't coach. And then her coach came out and said, yes, I was coaching. 
So my question here is, and I know this is just semantics, but do you blame and or penalize the player if the coach is yelling coaching things? Like, in other words, I'm the player, so I get penalized because you, the coach, are yelling Yeah, that's one of the things about tennis. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Serena's whole stance was I wasn't cheating – but the coach was yelling stuff like another. No, no, he was doing hand signals. Oh, hand was signals. it hand signals? So was yeah. is it her? Is it her duty to to go over and say stop doing the hand signals? To the rules, that she, is. She, she said that yeah. she never. So saw in other him. words, everything's on her, no matter what. No matter what. The coach does. The one, it goes on to her. Team Serena, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, I would think that would count just the same. I mean, I think that I she still just acted inappropriate. I understand being mad, but I also understand when you get past that point of losing it, and I think that that's. Feel like that's kind of what she did. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of issues here, and I think Ma- the Martina article is awesome, but it doesn't go against Serena really. It just says that yeah, there's full on sexism, and I think the pr- people that are coming to Serena's side here are citing the sexism, not that she didn't break rules. They're citing the sexism and that the, these rules are already broken. The only issue I had, I'm not on anybody's side. I t- truly don't care. The issue I had though is referees have a duty to allow the game to go in whatever manner it can and try to control the game but not affect the game. You know what I mean? So you do have to do things to establish. Referees determine millions of dollars worth of revenue by making one bad call or one biased call or this or that. And all I was saying is I think it was a poor decision on the referee. That's a big problem with the NFL. Yeah. Remember when last year was the whole thing was what the hell is a catch and what's not to ca- what's not a catch? Yeah. yeah. You know, what's a touchdown, what's not a touchdown. And the refs were literally determining the the outcoming the outcome of games. Yeah. I, I thought in this case though it was pretty clear cut. Yeah. I, I would But go- clear cut sexism as well. I, I, I because I you can see, see the same things saying. happening in other matches and no one touches it. Coaching the guy said literally everyone does this. How how, how is this But I, it just seemed like she just wouldn't stop. You know what I mean? She wouldn't let it go. They're talking about, he's talking about I'm the not coaching talking about thing. That. Oh, oh, oh okay, the coaching, the coaching thing. thing. Sorry, sorry. That's again. Mm. I'm talking about other things though too. Like I mean, there's, so things there's countless... are, are not enforced for other people, but enforced for Serena. Not for her in particular. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that the, the sexism thing is something to certainly look at. Just like Martina said. I mean, she even said like, yeah, she was a whiny, a, a whiner and a bully, and this is how the rules are. No, no defense of that. But. And and she said, yeah, there's, the men do get away with this, but that's not the point. me a hard time on Twitter the other day when we were talking about it going, oh, there's Riz again, not questioning authority. Mm. Not questioning. It's a referee in a game. I understand, but not during a game. You can't do that during a game with rules. Mm-mm. You could certainly do that after the game. My only point was the referee injecting himself. And in, 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 sometimes the referee, I think the referees should try to take the higher road. Of course, the athletes should try to take the higher road as well. But the, the referee is not supposed to be emotionally invested well, in the athletes. All. You want an athlete that's working for you that's going to be busting ass and going crazy over it. But I don't think that this, I, I just don't see it as that. I just don't see that this referee went out of his way to affect this, I think that he was thing. he was ruling on what he saw and what was happening, and I, I don't know. I, I'm just not. I'm not. Completely I'm not seeing convinced. the sexism in this case, but I mean, maybe in other cases there's a lot of sexism. There probably is. If Martina Navratilova saying there is okay, but in this case, yeah, I don't think this is one to hit your wagon to. Yeah, I don't think a lot of. I don't think any of us know tennis well enough to know yeah. the nuance of of this to really like have a horse. I watch the race. major. I watch the major stuff. Well, yeah, no, but well, like, you're not like a tennis. Fanatic. An enthusiast. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, well, Donnie will tell you after the break about what the umpires are are wanting to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Rizzuto Show. Don't ask me to buy one of your T-shirts. <laughs> uh, so I guess we got the uh, salsa, the Matt Carpenter salsa. Yep, right there. Let me see. Is it available at Schnucks starting tomorrow? This is the secret right here, the yeah. secret to success. So yesterday when I talked about this, this is incredibly embarrassing. Um, I had I mispronounced. I don't know why. But I didn't pronounce it as mojo. I said like moho or moha. Is it or moho like or mojo? No, it's mojo. It's, it's mojo. I think it's mojo. It's definitely mojo. mojo. You know, like, uh, like, like get your mojo, mojo back. Because your... when I talked to the salesperson after the show yesterday, she very much thought that I was joking. <laughs> Why? But M-O-J-O in, in Spanish is moho. I don't think it I thought I was trying Spanish. to be smart, but yeah. uh, eh, not so much. Moho does. The sauce is delicious, though, by the way. Look that up. M-O-J-O. It's a word. You look up the mo, and I will look up the Joe part. Moho is like a, a, a style of uh, like a sauce or something, like a like a cooking thing. I, I don't a moho even, sauce. I don't even know why I read it that way. As somebody who watches a lot of Food Network and Cooking Channel, all right, well, moho is a thing. Well, I pre- I appreciate. I would it. say moho too. All right, well then that makes me feel better, but I still felt a little silly afterwards. Matt Carpenter's Bueno Mojo Moho Salsa. And especially after the whole piglet thing yesterday, I was so just- yeah, we got a sandwich. It's pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. It, it the consistency of it, not necessarily just the taste, but kind of reminds me of that old Chevy salsa that they. It's good. I like it. I do too. I like it. I like it. I was good. A tub of this. Yeah. You find it there, Moon Man. The only thing I saw was Mojo, a, a magic things. charm uh, or spell. But there is a moho, M O J O. There's a moho thing in in the Spanish language. Yeah, I can see that. And it's a it's a style of 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 a sauce, right? In in Portuguese, it means sauce, and it's pronounced like moyo or moyo. You never heard of moho, like a moho shrimp? No, I I personally haven't. No shrimp and garlic garlic and oil sauce. Is there any Spanish speaking people around here? I I know a lot of Spanish. I just never heard that in the Spanish context. I've only heard it in mojo as am I vibe wrong. I took two years of Spanish, too, and don't remember anything. Oh, yeah, about. I was no good. I was in the 232 club. I sucked at it. I remember my Spanish Will teacher Will somebody tweet beautiful. or call us and tell me I'm correct? <laughs> I think it's one of the funniest, <laughs> uh, frustrating uh, phrases you have ever said. Is there any Spanish-speaking people <laughs> here in Creve Corps? <laughs> well, in a radio studio. It's also used as slang in Spanish as a shorten, as, a, as, a, as an abbreviation for another word that I don't want to say. Because it's a derogatory term. Is it mojo or moho? Okay? Somebody's got to let us know. As far as the salsa goes, I'm fairly certain it's mojo. Yeah. Here, it's mojo. Yes. So we don't need to expound. It's not bad. It's pretty good. And I can tell you, I took a couple scoops before, and my my radio show is already vastly improved. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) After after every time somebody says a joke, we do a little... So it's got to be the salsa. (laughs) Yeah. All right, here is Donnie Fandango with your sports. All right, sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area loca- uh, eleven locations, all the games, all the time. Uh, Miles Michaelis goes seven innings last night, giving up just one run. Cardinals put six on the board in the eighth as they beat the Pirates 11-5 to at Bush last night. Three RBIs from Marcelo Suna and Tyler O'Neill. O'Neill's three ribbies came on a home run that I'm, I don't think is still landed yet. Uh, as the Cardinals uh, take another series uh, and uh, the same two teams, 
games today for a little afternoon baseball. 12-15 first pitch. Daniel Ponce de Leon pitches for the Cardinals. All right, on Twitter, by the way. Mm. Uh, no, I'm not thinking of Mojito. I'm not thinking of Mole. And somebody says, I am correct. Are they Once just again. saying that you're correct <laughs> <laughs> just to say it? Or do we... Okay, so on it's spin- moho in a culinary sense. On the uh, on the dictionary app or whatever on this computer, the it has English detected and Spanish detected. When I hit the little sound thing for Spanish, it says moho. Yeah, M O J O. Yeah, I, kn- I knew it. Moho. I well, knew you're it. right. You hear it? it. You hear it? Here. Moho. Say, do it again. Moho. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> M-O-J was Mojo. Maybe you have a, a girl from Creve Core say it. She's going to say and Mojo. mojo. <laughs> they also say it's Gravoy. That's true. And not Gravois. Uh, here's the English Illinois. one. Illinois. Mojo. Yeah. Mojo. When we're talking about salsa. Right. I do feel better, though. You know, for I'm right. Worth. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, Dodgers lost last night to the Reds, so the Cardinals gained a little more breathing room in the race for that second wild card spot. Uh, L.A. now trails the Cardinals by three games, uh, while the tr- Cardinals still trail the Cubs by three and a half games in the Central Boy, Division. It's going to be a hell of a series this weekend, right? I mean, the come Do- down to it. Well, I mean, the Dodgers are going to have to. I mean, the Dodgers are essentially going to have to sweep in order to gain any sort of ground uh, on the Cardinals. Maybe not any sort of ground, but to really make That's an right. impact Thank in you, this Donnie. race. That's uh, a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, other baseball news, the uh, Boston Red Sox became the first team to officially clinch a playoff spot last night. This, the Red Sox won their 99th game Ooh, of the season. Already. Uh, clinching their third playoff appearance in a row. And just to give you a little perspective on how good the Red Sox have been this year, the Yankees are in second place. They have 90 wins, yeah. <laughs> and they are down by nine games wow. in the American yeah. League East. With 90, wow. with ni- when do you say 90 wins? 90 wins. And, and I think 18 games to go. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. over 100 wins, wow. essentially. And finish way back. Yeah. And finish way back. <laughs> Didn't somebody already lose 100 games this year? You know what? I don't know that. I think you go ahead. I, I think it's Baltimore, maybe? I mean, that would be that, that would be the team to do it because I know that they've been terrible all year. Now, this is going back to that Serena story a bit. Chair umpires and other high-ranking tennis officials are claiming lack of support from the WTA after they feel that Carlos Ramos, who was the uh, chair umpire at the U.S. Open this weekend, has been unfairly targeted uh, given that they believe that Ramos was well within the rules to penalize Serena Williams as he did. Now, uh, this is from a, a former gold badge umpire, says, quote, they are all t- talking about the judges and, and umpires. They are all fearful that they could be the next Ramos. They feel that no one has their back when they have to make unpopular calls. Now, the Times of London reported on Tuesday that there's gro- a growing consensus that the umpires were, quote, not supported by the USTA on several occasions oh. and that Ramos was thrown to the wolves for simply doing his job and was not willing to be a abused for it. So this story co- appears to continue to go and and not go away anytime Did you mention soon. they were they were thinking about unionizing? I did I did the not. The umpires see- are now thinking of unionizing and boycotting Serena Williams games. Wow. But they're still not that collective ability to do that just they're yet, but they're thinking do about uh, about doing it for that purpose. By the way, Baltimore lost yesterday to the Oakland Athletics 3 to 2. Their record now 41 and 103. Yeah, right. And you see how crappy the Royals are doing? They're right on their tails. 49 wins and 95 losses. We got it okay here. We got it all right. Even if they were 500 and hadn't made the run that they had run, we still have it all right here. It's always crazy to me, stories like this. 
And Riz sent me this this morning. Former NBA superstar Allen Iverson, AI, reportedly owes over $200,000 in back taxes. The Georgia Department of Revenue uh, hit, Unbelievable. hit Iverson with a tax lien claiming that he owes $26,000 from 2012 and $174,000 from 2013. Now, in addition to that, all right, he owes $44,000 in interest and $27,000 in penalties for a grand total uh, of uh, over, well, you know what, I, this, I, the grand total, I did math really poorly this morning at 5 in the morning, uh, over $200,000 uh, altogether. Uh, we don't know where the money went, but we do know that in 2013, Iverson had to pay his ex-wife uh, as a part of their divorce settlement. Now, during those proceedings, it was revealed that Iverson had signed a deal with Reebok in 2001 that put $32 million dollars of that deal in a trust however he can't touch the trust oh. until he's 55 so he can't use uh, use that money to mm. pay off his tax debt wow make your money take care of yeah but without the rebox stuff he had a pretty good run in the nba and made a lot of money i mean that dude played 20 years probably right i mean he played a he long, played a long time, time a long time i wonder what the I don't want to say average salary, but the money wasn't as huge then as it is now, though, right? But I'm, I'm sure he did well. No, but he was, I mean, he was in that highest echelon of oh, NBA yeah. players for a long time. How do you time. not watch your money? Yeah. Listen, I know you got a lot of expenses and things are complicated. You got your money guy. But that doesn't take the onus off you. No, absolutely Don't you still not. have to sign your taxes every year? He It says here, and it's from Forbes magazine in 2012, I, Iverson earned over $200 million in his NBA career. Like, don't you have to sign? Good Lord. I, I, I have an accountant, and, and uh, you know, I send him all my stuff, and I still have to sign my taxes. Right. Like yeah, every, you, every April, you, you know, you got to do the tax thing. I mean, you just you don't know. think, huh, hey, it's around that time I didn't. I haven't signed my tax yeah. form. I better call Steve, the accountant. He hasn't yeah. sent me my taxes yet. Yeah, yeah you would think. You, I mean, you just know that this that, that this comes from, you know, not spending, not taking care of, not having great people in charge of your finances. Or you could be like Wesley Snipes. Remember his excuse? I'm an yeah. actor. I don't need to pay my taxes. I don't need to, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a little, little soft there. One more thing for you. Uh, we talked about this a bit yesterday. St. Louis Blues begin training camp Friday at the uh, St. Louis Outlet Mall. Practice sessions are open to the public both uh, Friday and Saturday. On Friday, there's a practice at 10 and 1145. Again, that's at the St. Louis Outlet Mall. And then on Saturday, you've got a 9 a.m. practice, a 10 a.m. scrimmage, and 1130 practice, and that is downtown at the Enterprise Are Center. you thinking about going on Friday? I am thinking about either going Friday or Saturday. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out of here in time to go Friday, but I really want to go. Uh, think about, you know, the outlet mall over there and just take a walk around. Oh, just go take a walk around that place. I saw some video of that uh, that a couple of weeks ago. It's eerie. It is yeah. eerie. It is a, just, it's a dead mall. There's a handful of stores there. Mm -hmm. that I don't know. I was up there two years ago. Oh, at the, last time. At the mills? The I think mills. we were all on my daughter's birthday party. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. A little skating party she had. Yep. And freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's sports. All right. Thank you, Donnie. And it's brought to you by? Uh, 123mortgage.com, a division of uh, My Mutual Mortgage. My Mutual Mortgage, uh, NMLS 12901. And we got the sponsors all all tiny writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it didn't <laughs> help like, me at all. It's like a... Uh, it's, it's like too a, small of a font. It's like an eye test yeah. for Donnie. Uh, today's headline Who's story comes to us from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Am I saying that right? Louisiana. You got it. Where a couple of Saturdays ago, firefighters were called out to the mobile home of 53-year-old JoLynn Wynn. 
Jolyn Wynn. What a great name that, that is. That is good. Jolyn Wynn, you get back in here. Uh, Jolyn Wynn set her couch on fire. Uh-oh. Now, I know we all spend way too much time on our butts these days, but blaming your couch, blaming your couch for it won't get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Jolyn told firefighters that she had set the couch on fire to, quote, get the devil out. So she thought her sofa was possessed and ruining her life somehow. So she lit it on fire inside her mobile home. Totally makes sense. Oh, so the couch was inside, inside the mobile home. the house, Oh, that's yes. right. Oh, good. <laughs> I thought maybe her front porch would catch on fire. No, no. Okay. No, no. Uh, the fire damaged her mobile home, and she was uh, treated for smoke inhalation. Now looking at arson charges. So there you go. From Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Hmm? 53-year-old Jolyn Wynn. You are today's Headline Hoosh. <laughs> You know, we were just talking about uh, the Blues practicing up there at the Mills. I think Donnie, Donnie may go over the weekend. Yeah, they're they're practicing there Friday and then at the Enterprise Center on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, you know, the last time I was up at the Mills, it was it was a sad sight. Yeah, it was kind of creepy, downright creepy. Which really stinks because when that thing did open, I mean, my parents live in that area. I mean, it was a really big deal. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I remember I mean, when it opened. It was a lot huge of excitement. Deal. I remember yeah. it was huge tough to find deal. a parking spot there for a while. Yeah. yeah. But now it's it's, it's a basically a dead mall. But we got somebody on the phone that, that may know what's going on or what's going to be going on up there at the mills. Uh, Mr. Dan Buck is on the phone. Dan Buck, oh, hello. Hey. Hey. What's happening, Rizzuto Show? How are you guys? Good. Nice to talk know. to you. Nice hey, to, good nice talking to you. So, what, so did, Patrico, go- did Patrico take off for his birthday? What yeah, happened? Yeah, he's in Disney, you know, spending time with his family. What an he idiot! Knew you yeah, guys he- would shame him or embarrass him well, or bring he- in a stripper or something. He yeah, lo- he lost enough weight where he can actually get on a plane now. So he went. To- <laughs> oh, well, they wound up driving anyway. They, they drove. They wound up driving. We yeah, can't give him drove. a pass on his birthday. Nope. Huh? No, nope. we can't. Right. No, no, you got you got to do a belated something. Not here. Uh, so, yeah. so, so what's going on at the mill? So you got some some inside. We're yeah, guys. We're really excited. As you know, we've been uh, you know between a lot of different communities and trying to figure out the best place to put the power plex. And we just kept coming back to this this location at the mills. It's got so much infrastructure. It's remarkable too. The the facility, which you guys just talked about, it's only mm-hmm. fourteen years old. It was two hundred and fifty six million dollars when they built it so you can imagine wow. you know there's 13 restaurants in this place the entire facility is on 23 foot ceilings which is fantastic for us because that means volleyball basketball beach volleyball pickleball dance and cheer can all fit beautifully inside this venue so what we're going to do is we're going to convert the 1.47 million square feet of indoor space uh, or reopen the restaurants, reopen a lot of the uh, entertainment, including Rusty Wallace is bringing back the racetrack and oh, adding wow. late laser bumper cars, and we're going to have ropes courses and rock climbing and zip lines. Well, Dan, this was, this, wow. was, yeah. this was the place that was supposed to go in Chesterfield. Yeah, absolutely. And in there, you that know, we were really down. limited, but we were limited in all kinds of ways from, from uh, city government that was pretty limiting, but also a 
you know, egress was horrible in and out of there. We just, uh, we had to bring, here's a funny story. We had, we had over $10 million of just site work that had to be done, water, sewer, gas, bringing in 400,000 cubic yards of dirt to make sure it drained right. We had mm-hmm. huge core of engineer problems. For less than that amount, we're getting this entire property. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what would, what would become like a Crestwood yeah. Mall if you hadn't stepped in to kind of do something about it? Right. Well, and the city recognizes, too. You know, you still have some great anchor tenants. You have a phenomenal Cabela store here. You've yeah. got the ice rink. You know, you've got the, the movie theater. You know, so you've got the bones of having just an incredible venue um, for for families and things. Well, imagine then bringing in about ten to 15,000 sports visitors every weekend. We're, we're adding a dome that'll be 750 feet long by 300 feet on one of the parking lots wow. right outside the ice zone. We've got a 2,200-seat stadium plus four other ball fields that the Cardinals and the city and the Convention and Visitors Bureau are helping us build. So it, it's going to be, you know, a state-of-the-art AstroTurf, one of the best That's baseball, amazing. softball venues oh, in the country. How about that? Progress, yeah. guys. Progress. I read, I read this should all be open by the end of the month, right? <laughs> yeah, well. Except for the dome, duh, obviously. Yeah, the dome takes a little longer. Right, Don't we, yeah. But you know what's crazy? Because you get so much infrastructure, it only takes us about six months from the time we start construction in November, we're we're planning our first tournaments for Memorial Day weekend next year. So wow. it's just remarkable. Well, and yeah, Dan, I'm sure you've walked around. Move. You've walked around the mall there. It is. It's, oh, we have offices here. We're we're officed out of here. We have engineering and architectural meetings every week, and uh, we've gotten some amazing partners that are involved from. Uh, you know, from the uh, Ameren is the naming right of the stadium. We've got a ton of different people. Heartland Coca-Cola is a major sponsor. We have BJC putting in a healthcare facility and will be a major uh, supporter of our sports medicine. Uh, we've got Rick Strickland and the St. Louis Pirates, as well as about another half dozen baseball and softball teams who will headquarter out of here. So it's just, you know, the momentum is incredible. The city's so excited and, and to be able well, to take great. something, yeah, to turn something, you know, win in St. Louis. Yeah, first game, absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, two, so, two things for you. So again, yeah. you said 14 years ago, that place opened. And I remember mm-hmm. with great fanfare, the place was packed, all these thriving stores. And was it the tax credits that ran out after 10 years, that's why these companies... No, these it was kind of a down. perfect storm. You know, 08 was the beginning, obviously. Uh, just the economic downturn lost probably 20, 25 stores. Still doing okay. It still mm-hmm. was doing over $200 million in retail. And then really what happened was was Amazon. I mean, the Internet is wow. changing the landscape of retail. And, um, you know, when you start having... Uh, 15, 20% of the total retail business. And then really what was the uh, kind of the dagger in the heart for this mall was when Simon bought it and basically took every one of the stores out of here and moved into their new outlet mall in Chesterfield. They just vacated, you know, 46 stores uh, in a matter of about three years and then, you know, filed bankruptcy, sold it on the courthouse steps and walked away from it basically to, to put all their effort into the new mall down there. And that that dagger was kind of the last thing. And, then, you know, once you get to about a 50% vacancy, the rest of the stores are looking for ways out. So, you know, what's great is it's beautifully designed and, and ready for us. And I always say they didn't know it in 2003 when they were building this place, but they were building it for, for us. You. Yeah. Be, well, yes, right. and, and I'm glad you guys are in a better situation that would have maybe have been in Chesterfield if you guys had gotten approval to build the, the, the complex out there. But did it kill you that you got voted down and yet Top Golf got got the okay? You know, not at all. No, I think it's, you know, it's good for the whole region when you get these kind of tourist destinations. What we love about it, actually, this is 
we're getting, you know, literally 10 times more amenities for our, our guests and our visitors. We have built-in restaurants. We've got Pappy Smokehouse, and and uh, we've got, you know, Jimmy John's, and we've got uh, tons of different uh, restaurants that are have signed on the dotted line. Can't name all of them yet, but uh, they, we want to do a big splash announcement. We have seven of the 13 stores or restaurants already filled and, um, you know, negotiating on the other six. So we're walking into a much better situation, and, and we have a community that just doesn't want us they need us and and the city has been great with i mean to work with a whole different kind of political environment up here where the whole community and i mean from florissant to saint and this is a game changer for north county and and uh we're excited about it we're eight minutes from the airport which is phenomenal for teams that want to fly in so uh we we're we're not disappointed one iota in fact i would say that was a blessing to be able to kind of relook at and look at our site plans and much better egress. We have no traffic jams like they have on 40. I think we've got uh, really the perfect venue that um, is going to be nationally recognized here in about six oh, that's months. Amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I know, I know you worked hard on the Chesterfield inning. I'm sure you're working just as hard, if not harder, now with the with the Mills project. And that's amazing. Yeah. It that's is, amazing. man. It's fun. And, and what will be really neat, too, is just to be able to get your, your group out here, do some live remotes with our indoor sand volleyball. We've got uh, six indoor courts and three outdoor courts. This place will be a party. We've you got three Jeff live music sand, stages, sand and I mean, it's going to be a ton. I, I What's that? I Jeff is a sand, sand volleyball enthusiast. Yes, yes. You I know like that. To, I like to play shirts and shirts. <laughs> skins and skins. Skins and skins. Skins and skins. Dan, you need anything you know, uh, we're a phone call away. We appreciate you uh, providing the insight. Well, I, I love it, guys. And uh, as we get a little bit closer, we'll get you out here for a tour and a beer. How about that? Look at that. Here's a grand oh. opening we get invited All to. All right. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Mr. Dan Buck, thank you very much. We'll Thanks, talk to dude. you soon. See you, guys. All right. All right. Bye-bye. See you. Yeah, that's a guy that knows what's going on. Hey, wherever yeah. I'm working at the time, will you let me know so I can come Absolutely. out here? All right, we got to take a break. Cool. <laughs> I tell you what, though, when those fields are done, that man, when I was hang- when we were doing the TV show a couple years ago, we that dude can still hit a baseball over Dan the fence at Bush Stadium. Wow, well, you know what? Yes, he can. And 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 I didn't know all that was going on. No, I didn't. Like, I, know, yeah. I thought it was just a dead mall. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? That's terrific. And That's it, so great. It's far enough along where he said there are o- there are offices out of there. Yeah, we have no great. clue. Uh- going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrity. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Breaking news, the list for Dancing with the Stars has come out, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I know you guys have been waiting. Yes, with bated breath, yes. And I'm going to tell you, there's a St. Louis connection. Oh, yeah, who? You ready for this? That's where Tony's at. Yep, Dancing (laughs) with the Stars, Tony (laughs) Petrigo. Alexis Wren. No clue who that is. Nope. Uh, Daniel Umstead, no idea. Demarcus Ware, is that a former football, football player? Football player, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ivana Lynch. Don't know who that is. Grocery Store Joe. What? Yeah, what? I don't know. Uh, John. Who are these people? John, John Schneider from, uh, Dukes, from of Dukes, Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Uh, he's going to be there. Also, Juan Pablo DePace. Don't know who that is. Mary Lou Retton's going to be oh, there. Oh, oh, that. Lou. 
Uh, Nancy M-L-R. Mc- we talked before about how Nancy McKeon's going to be there from Facts of Life. Mm, okay. Remember, she was uh, Joe, I believe. And this is on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Right. And the other person whose name I can pronounce, because there's other ones on here, St. Louis, Missouri, Nikki Glazer. Oh, yeah. Right. I saw it. For, I just saw it uh, about an hour or so ago on her Instagram, and I wasn't sure. I thought maybe she was just joking because if you follow, no, her, she does let's that be honest. She told us. She told us she was going to be on the show, but we couldn't yeah. say anything. Yeah, she threatened physical harm. If we, she did, if and, and I'm I said, scared oh, of her. I said, bring it, but she wouldn't. I'm so. scared of her. <laughs> yeah. So Nikki Glazer on Dancing with Stars. Hey, congratulations, cool, right? and yeah. we will vote for her. Absolutely, we will vote for we her. We will Saint be Lewis. voting for her. Wow. <laughs> you got it. Uh, yeah, we'll vote for her. Yes, we will be voting for her. <laughs> oh, here's why, why we didn't know who Alexis Ren is. Alexis Ren is one of the most famous social media models today. She began her modeling career when she was 13. So now they're going there to fill out the roster, huh? I guess so. And then whoever this Joe guy was. Grocery Joe? Yeah, grocery store Joe. He works at a grocery store, probably. Uh, Ivana Lynch was in one of the Harry Potter films. Mm-hmm. Grocery store Joe. Here we go. Formerly one of the youngest traders on the Chicago stock market, turned a successful career in big finance into a successful career in a small business. He followed his family's. Okay. Oh, Bachelorette. He was on a Bachelorette. That Alexis Ren girl though has a hundred. Uh, I'm sorry, 1.6 million followers on Twitter, 12.8 on Instagram. She was the Sports Illustrated swimsuit rookie for 2018. She was on the cover of Maxim August 2017. All right, so she's and hot Maxim chick. Mexico. Okay, okay, so she's hot yeah, chick with a lot of Instagram followers. Okay. Almost <laughs> noted. As, I mean, Almost a, as many as me. She's a model. That started there. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, Bill Cosby's wife, Camille, wants the judge from his retrial and conviction on those sexual assault charges to step aside before the sentencing, which is happening later this month. Believe it or not, he still has not been sentenced. Uh, her reasoning, because she really, really wants him to step aside. He will not it. be going to jail. I'm telling you. You keep saying that. He's not going to jail. I, you know what? I wonder because of his age and his, and his failing He will health, be in there for less than a week. Or maybe it'll just be like house arrest or something like he that. He will be in there for less than a week. Bill Cosby. You mark I my think words. he's going to do some time. I don't think so. 81 years old, I guess we'll find out. Around 81, sep- he's got health problems. No way. And he's sep- Bill Cosby with September a crazy no way, lawyer, Jose. lawyer I don't team. think the name Bill Cosby has much, much to do with it anymore. Right. I think it's the fact that he's 81. And he's got he's got medical issues. Yeah, I think it's what is it eye problems at least blind or something. Yeah. Uh, update on Ron Jeremy. Remember, he was one of the ones that uh, they filed uh, uh, assault and battery uh, charges against him, uh, being accused by multiple fans of sexual assault. assault even a porn star uh, or, or two have accused him of stuff. Well, he walked in the New York uh, Fashion Week on the runway there for whatever reason. I'm not real sure because above the waist, he ain't great looking. He's terrible. Or I should say he's not a model anyway. He looks awful. Yeah, he really does. And, you know, he is 65 years old. He looks like he's in his late 70s. He he had a health scare. He did? Yeah, I think he had a a heart attack. Heart or something? Yeah. Like a bad one. Like he was going to die. Well, he denies all the charges, but uh, apparently he's, uh, uh, they've declined to pursue charges against him, so... Accusers had filed an assault and battery suit against him. Like I said, a couple of former porn stars, uh, both male and female, went after him. And I guess they're not pressing charges. So uh, this one is really you for for you, Riz. Sean Penn was on uh, Kimmel recently. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel asked him, this is getting away from the topic that he asked him, but he asked him who the scariest person he'd ever met was. And as it turns out, it was his child. But it's because of the way his child was born. You'll You'll appreciate this. Who's the scariest person you've ever met? It's going to have to be a woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's 
when my then wife and I were having our first child, at a certain point after about 17 hours, it was clear she was going to have a C-section. You know, they'll put up a curtain. Right. So I'm standing at the curtain. This is the lower part of her body, and there's her face right here. She can't see what's on, what I'm seeing. And we had made a point of not knowing what the sex of our first child was going to be. I'm one of three boys, but I thought that I had a concept of it could be a girl. It could be, but meanwhile, when our first child was born, my daughter Dylan, I saw the doctor had cut his hands about this far inside her body in the, in the incision. And she looks at me and says, uh, did he cut yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he took the baby out, and I thought, oh, my God, he doesn't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> and so probably that girl's terrifying me. The, <laughs> the two things I thought of is when he was on Letterman a million years ago, right after the, the Madonna divorce, and Letterman said, how's Madonna? And he goes, never met the woman, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and then that reminded me of your C-section story with the wife. Yeah, well, I said, don't look... Don't look on the other side of the curtain. What? This curtain? Okay. We need a chair for the dad. <laughs> yeah. I did that too. We need a chair for the dad. I did that too with Ava. And that was uh I they did said not, I turned completely white. I, I didn't I didn't almost fall out, but it was definitely one of those moments where I was like, Whew, I did not want to see that. Yeah. So, oh my god, there's so much blood. Like the doc I think I think Mary's like intestines were in the doctor's oh, hands. Yeah. Oh, like wow. it was I think you said that they actually Sorry. take stuff out and put it next I, to her. I thought they put it on a table. Well, I next mean to her. It very well could have been. Could have been. I don't know. Yeah. I uh all I remember is seeing that and then <laughs> the doctor going, "We need a chair for dad." Because I was going down. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> my goodness. I was going down. Uh, one of my all-time favorites, Halle Berry, is making her d- directorial debut. Uh, it's an MMA uh, movie. And it's a drama. And it's called Bruised. And she's going to be starring as somebody named Jackie Justice, who is a disgraced MMA fighter with personal demons. And like I said, she's going to be directing it and also starring in the thing. It doesn't say exactly when it's going to come out or anything. But Halle Berry is going to be an MMA fighter well, in a she movie. She hasn't been in much lately. No, she's been taking a lot of pictures, though, for Instagram, which I appreciate by her. I did send her a script a few years ago. She didn't use it. It was a movie called Halle Berry Takes a Shower for 30 Minutes. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard back yet. Uh-huh. I haven't gotten a no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, executives at ABC's The Bachelor apparently need to learn how to play a little uh, kind of hard to get. This past weekend, uh, one of the Property Brothers guys, I guess they're twins, right? Uh, Jonathan Scott, he's 40 years old. He's got an identical twin brother named Drew, uh, said that he has been offered uh, a starring role on that particular thing on The Bachelor four times. Jonathan or Drew? Which is the guy that does the, which is the... There's one's the realtor and the other guy is the the contractor. Is the, is the contract. I don't know which one is which, but Jonathan is the one who's been pitched four times and he keeps telling them no. He said it's just not his deal. What he wants to do is the Amazing Race. You know, I I have I I have respect for that. I do too. He's he's saying that, yeah, the bachelor no, thing's not me, and the other one's married. He got married recently, like this past summer. So he. Oh, uh, so I think it's, I think this it. is the contractor one. I uh, I don't need the I don't need that. Yeah, he said uh, this is my third no. About being the Bachelor in a month, he Whoa. said, "I cannot. It's just absolutely not me. But I'd love to do something like The Amazing Race, which brings up one of these kind of uh, reality shows. Which one would you? I definitely not Naked and Afraid. No uh, way. I would do Beach Shazam, 
which is on next Tuesday, <laughs> 7 o'clock. But only if it was a finale. Fox. <laughs> yeah, you said to him, only if it's a season finale. 7 o'clock on Fox. Very good. I wasn't sure about the network. So, uh, What would I do? Uh... Amazing Race none would be kind of cool. Amazing Race None would be- of them. I, I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking too. I was like, nothing. I would do none of them. <laughs> this reality show is sitting down not doing a reality <laughs> show. Uh, we talked about Mark Wahlberg uh, before. It was the, that was the song, right? Is that oh, Mark Dirk Wahlberg? Diggler, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is, and he is always cut. He's always huge. He looks like a football player, right? Mm-hmm. Or a wrestler, a boxer, or whatever. Shared the details of his daily schedule. His daily schedule, not just his workout, but everything he's done. This was on Instagram. Typical daily schedule. Obviously, this is when he's not doing a movie or whatever. Wakes up at two thirty in the morning. Then he has some time blocked off for prayer, which we all do. Uh, by 3.15, he's having breakfast. First workout schedule for 3.40, uh, all the way to 5.15 a.m. And then he showers. At 7.30, he plays a little golf. And at 8, he has a snack. So I'm assuming he's snacking while he's playing so golf. So wait, 7.30 to 8. 7.30 a.m. to 8. 8 a.m. is golf. So a half hour of golf? Well, no, I'm thinking he's having an 8 o'clock snack while he's playing golf. That's what I'm assuming anyway, because the next thing on the list is 9.30. Ah, uh, so maybe two hours of golf. Yeah, and he just snacks during. And then he does the, does the cryo chamber recovery, which I know I've done it. And I talked to you guys about Have you ever done cryotherapy? It is so great. It's so amazing. Uh-huh. I don't know what it does for you, but it's fun to experience, and it feels good. 10.30, he has another snack. 11.30, he does some combination of uh, family time and meetings and work calls. 1 o'clock, he has lunch. Which is late, considering ten and a half hours after he got yeah. up. By the way, yeah, but he's snacking throughout the day. Right. This is an amazing. I'm looking at the schedule here. Uh, what an amazing regimen. Yeah. Two o'clock, he has more meetings and work his uh, calls. Three o'clock, he goes and picks up the kids from school. Oh, isn't he perfect? Uh, and then uh, let's see, three thirty, another snack. Four o'clock, he does a second one hour workout, and then he showers again, has dinner with the family at five thirty, and then it says here that he's in bed by seven thirty, which I have heard that before that he goes to bed really super early. I think we talked. You know, about you know, everybody's before. focusing on the half hour prayer. That's everything I keep reading. It's like, wow, yeah. Mark Wahlberg, half hour prayer every day. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, why is that an it a thing? Because people are making it a thing. Oh. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I Whatever think. he's into. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, hey, Miss America, you look a little different there. Did anybody watch Miss America, the, the pageant? No. Nope. Didn't think no, so. No. It's changed, and not a whole lot of people did, uh, because what they did was, if you remember, in the wake of all the scandals and all this other stuff, they decided to get rid of the swimsuit competition. Uh, yeah, fat which, shaming, slut shaming, all that, whatever. Which, a beauty pageant without the beauty part of it. Yep. Okay. And uh, it didn't go very well. 20% drop in overall uh, uh viewership and people are just tweeting saying red carpet competition it cannot get on board with this america 2.0 thing uh and it's just nobody's watching the thing at all so we shall see if they uh, bring it back i don't know shocked maybe yeah. they'll bring it back shocked all right donnie you said you're kind of sort of into the marvel comics yeah not really I mean, I like, keen I'm, on the characters i'm caught up with the movies up until black panther where black panther is what is the one we got to watch oh, you next. need to get past that yeah yeah i like, just saw that it just hit netflix so now you got to so you saw yeah. Avengers Infinity War before Black Panther? No, you told me the order. I have not seen Infinity War. Okay. You told me I had to see Thor, Black Panther, and, um, oh, crap. What was the other one? I'd already seen Homecoming. There was a, there was a fourth one that you made that you put on the list. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Yes, and I saw that. So the only one I needed to see was Black Panther. Although you said Ragnarok leads into Infinity there's, War. Yeah, there's uh, the ending kind of leads into Infinity War. Gotcha. But, but now I'm caught up and I'm ready for Infinity War. You g- watch it this weekend. Okay. Oh, my God. Bring the kids. 
Donnie, they were right though. The hype, the, the Black Panther movie lives up to that. I can't wait. I, I oh, really want to see it. I, I just can't just wait to you guys see Infinity War. Maybe this list will be too easy for you guys and let Donnie maybe have the first guest on it. Some of it's going to be easy, but the Marvel co- uh, comics, the superheroes, their real name or their alter ego. Okay. So, like Spider Man's real name is Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Okay. Uh, Captain America. Uh, that Cap is um, t- uh, Rogers, Steve, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers he does not appreciate being called Cap, by the way. Just in case you ever Sorry. meet him. Uh, Deadpool, what's his real name? I don't know. Oh, it's Gordon a Shumway. Shumway. No, no, no. It's, it's Wade. Wade. It's WWW. Yes, Wade. Wade Wilson. Yes, Wade Winston Wilson. There you go. Uh, Iron Man. Uh, Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. The Hulk. That's Bruce, uh, Banner. Bruce Banner. What's his real first Doc name? Bruce Banner. What's his Doctor. real first name? Mark Doctor. Ruffalo. Brucifer. Robert <laughs> Bruce Banner. All right, now we're going to get a little more difficult. Well, Bobby first, Bruce? First, we'll go with Wolverine. Uh, Logan. It says here, James Howlett. I thought it was Logan. I thought it was too. I think he changed it to Logan. Hmm. From James Howlett? From, <laughs> I guess, I, I mean, that's what it him. said on the list. Professor X. Charles Xavier. Oh, damn. Charles Francis Xavier, yeah. I knew who that um, was. Black Widow. That is the Russian name. Uh, oh. Romanovsky. Yes. Romanova. Romanova, I'll yeah. give you partial credit. All right. Natalia Alianova Natasha Romanova. Black Panther. That is. I don't know. Ah, damn it. Thing. Hang on, hang on. It is Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I just—it's uh, a—it's T T'Chaka uh, T'Challa T'Challa yes. T'Chaka is his dad, right? King. Um, let's see. What have I not? Captain Marvel. Well, I don't know this one. <sighs> oh, I know. It's gonna Stan be Brie Lee. Larson. Hmm. It is a doctor. Doctor Stan Doctor Marvel. Doctor Walton Walter Lawson. I thought Captain Marvel was a chick. Mm, that's what it says here. Doctor Walter Lawson. And I got two more. Ant Man. Scott, uh, da, 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 Scott, something or other. Scott Lang. Scott Lang. And this Good last one, you. I don't know if you guys will get this. I tried to get really super obscure for this one. Mystique. That's X-Men. I know that. Mystique. That's the one that Jennifer Lawrence played. Correct. Ooh. You probably remember the, or you probably can get to the first name, last name. I don't even know how to pronounce. Darkholm. She played the young Mystique, right? Yes. And then older was a uh, Romaine. Rebecca Romaine. Raven. That's her real name? That's what it says here. Raven hmm. Darkholm. All right. Huh. Thank you, Jeff. Yes, sir. Uh, crappy birthdays. Yeah, find out Captain Marvel, because I thought she was a chick. Well, that's I, I found the movie uh, the movie wiki, and obviously it's... All right, today's crappy birthdays. Andrew Luck, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, is 29. Emmy Rossum from Shameless is uh, 32. Jennifer Hudson, 37. Yao Ming, the retired center for the Houston Rockets, all seven foot six of him, is 38. The Velvet Teddy Bear, Ruben Studdard. Is 40. Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony is 42. Jennifer Nettles from Sugarland is 44. Louis C.K., 51. Ben Folds, 52. Peter Scolari from uh, Bosom Buddies is 63. The drummer for Rush, Neil Parrott, is 66. And Joey Pants, Joe Pantoliano, you know him as Francis Fratelli from The Goonies. He was in Sopranos. He was Cypher in Matrix. He is 67. So according to this movie that's in production for Captain Marvel, it is a gal. It's being played by Brie, Brie Larson, Larson, and uh, Carol Danvers is the real Captain Marvel's But Jude but Law it, played him in the past, right? But it, it looks like the original comic book that was created by Stan Lee, oh, yeah. it was a guy. I think we Walter talked about Lawson this. Walter Lawson is Marvel. Huh? 
This is what it says in the film. In the same film, we're talking about with Brie Larson being Carol Danvers slash Captain Jude Marvel. Jude Law is going to be. It has Jude Law as Walter Lawson slash Marvell. Ah. M A R. Marvell. I will refind my source and see if I get Everybody's right. That is it for us. Donnie Fandango staying on, taking you to 2 o'clock. Yeah, next time we do this, I got to get a fill-in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I got to do a fill-in. Yeah. By 2 o'clock, I'm crabby. It's a long day. That's a long day. That is a long Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got? A whole bunch of stuff. Uh, well, you can live longer and stay healthier by... Drinking the blood of the young. Find out the details. What the- <laughs> Ask first, by the way. Ask first. Find out the details on the blog. Uh, you're also most likely to see a spider in your house at 7.35 p.m. Why? Because spiders are horny. Get that and a whole bunch of other information on the blog and the podcast titled Happy Birthday, Patrico. You've got the touch. Find out why. 1057thepoint.com slash. <sighs> Thank you. Uh, tomorrow, John Patrico's here. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you. Uh, what else tomorrow? Uh, we have anybody coming in? Tomorrow? tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Thursday? Thursday? No, I don't think so. Uh, well, I'm coming in. I was going to stop. All right, good. Donnie, good, you want to come good, in? Good, good, yeah, good. I'm in. Good, good. Oh, I mean, I'm Donnie, in. Fandango oh, Donnie Fandango is in on Thursday. Tomorrow is the rescheduled Big St. Charles Motorsports Bike Night. Starts at 6 o'clock. Friday, don't forget about Riz Toberfest over at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery Beer Garden. That starts uh, at 5 o'clock, 5 to 8 Yes, the salsa, the Matt Carpenter salsa. Bueno mojo mojo. Still not sure how to say that. It's both. Mojo. You don't have to ask for it. Just go go pick it up at Schnucks. You don't have to pronounce it. If you Schnucks. speak it in Spanish, it's bueno mojo. None of the money goes to charity. So we learned that. Is that true? None of the proceeds go to charity? In the article that I read yesterday, it said that a portion goes to Cardinals Care. Hmm. But we... I was told something different like in the King hallway. King Scott, get on the microphone there. So nothing goes to charity? Uh, that is correct. Nothing? Oh, I can't hear him. That is correct. There's nothing going to charity. Okay. Hmm. Either way, it's good salsa. Yeah. It's, it's good <laughs> salsa. It is really good. You know what? Buy the salsa and then make a donation to the There you go. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, you go to charity. Yeah, you do it yourself. <laughs> Why were we... Yeah, you read that the other day. Yeah. I think it's kind of like it's sort of assumed now too. We're so used to the those. Types, yeah, but Donnie those read it somewhere. Listen, I this is from the article that I read yesterday. I believe you, yo. Well, maybe Schnooks, she was wrong. Schnooks will donate a portion of the proceeds to to Carmel Care. Okay. If right. I was incorrect, I apologize. But it uh, says it right there. I I, mean, I, I, well, I believe I did you. Did not make it up. You just make the. Donation. I believe you. Can I make one other announcement before we bail too? Especially with the uh, social media stuff in mind. Keep an eye on King Scott. You see him out, out out and about, and he doesn't have Carl on him. You you let somebody know because I almost saw him leave the house yesterday. Oh, without Carl, oh, that means your week boy. resets. I didn't realize it. Carl was on the other side of the wall, which, by the way, I hate that thing in a house. I thought it was funny. It was awesome. But I keep turning corners in the dark, yeah, and I he's bet. there, and it scares the hell it. out I of bet. me, man. I get it. But, yeah. All right, Donnie, next, uh, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. We're shouting out Jordan Alexander one more time. He is from Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, go, two firsties. 
proud of you. And he wants to hear this. So we are going to do that for him. It's Brain Stew with the Jaded. <laughs> oh, a two for one. Yep. See you tomorrow. Bye. The Rizzuto Show. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.